Hello, friend. Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys make a new friend with a cybersecurity engineer hacktivist as he attempts to save the world while fighting his inner demons. So, what's Mr. Robot, Season 3? How's it going, guys? Um, Hello, friends. Yes, uh, I the 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 song uh, was a little shorter than I was anticipating. I was trying to channel all the internet into my computer for tonight. <laughs> so I was caught off guard. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, man, I'm so excited about tonight. Um, thank you all for joining us. Uh, thank you, Chad and Nick, for being with me tonight. Um, <clears throat> We got a fun show. We're going to be talking about season three of Mr. Robot. Uh, we just have tonight and next next week for our Throwback Thursday series on Mr. Robot. So, uh, lots to talk about. Uh, this was a banger of a season. Um, but before we do so, uh, Nick, how are you doing tonight, dude? Doing good. Doing good. You know, learn some learn some new stuff. Playing around in Photoshop. You know, hanging out. I like it. Excited to talk about Mr. Robot. Yes, yes. Chad, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Happy to be here. Happy. Very happy. Yeah. Happy. <laughs> Chad's happy. Happy he Chad. always sounds so happy. <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, you know, just, just, yeah. just here so I can find. Oh, man. Super Bowl plans this week? You guys doing anything for the Super Bowl? See, you did good with the first question, but then you asked two two questions. You asked a question to two people again, and it really throws everything through a loop. Uh, so Nick will go first on this one. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I have plans, um, but they they are they're top secret, top oh. secret plans. Okay. Um, okay. Conf- confidentiality reasons. Um, I can I can discuss these plans after they happen because that you know it would defeat the point of announcing the plans because. You know, it's a surprise thing. So, oh, I'm gonna show up at Chad's house, and uh, I was gonna say, who has a who has a, a surprise a Super Bowl party? Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> Chad does. Chad does. On yeah. By the way, we're showing up at your house, Chad. <laughs> well, I won't be here. So, good luck. Uh, okay. Well, what are, even you, better. what are you doing on Sunday then? Yeah, I, I think we're just going to my parents. Nothing like extravagant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, like. I've been betting quite quite a lot <laughs> since the betting became legal in January. Um, wow. Do we need to have so, an intervention with you, Chad? Like, is everything no, okay? No, because I'm actually making like some good money off of it. If I'm being honest nice. with you, um, but I was thinking about betting on the Super Bowl, and then I was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna stay away from it." Because anytime I I bet against either of these teams, I lose. So now, like, I don't know who to bet against. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it's just poor business to bet against both of those teams. So who's playing? Eagles and the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, super exciting. Um, yeah, uh, should be a fun. What about Sunday. you, Mike? What are you doing? Uh, we're having our neighbors from two houses down come over. Um, and make some dip. I've become known as like <laughs> the dip master here during football I'm gonna, season. I'm gonna make super some excited for my dip. I'm whipping up this week. We're gonna do some some hot Italian sausage and some whipping up dip and, and sausage with some peppers and stuff. It's gonna be good. Uh, nothing fancy, but um, no, it should be fun. I'm gonna hang out with some friends and uh, watch a football game. That's hopefully good. Uh, and It'll then I'm certainly get, be good. It'll I'm going to start getting hyped for uh, the XFL, which starts in like two weeks. And then shortly after that, I'm going to become a USFL fan. Yes. And uh, we're basically just going to be watching football all the way through July, I think, which is going to make my wife sad. I think I think the XFL kind of needs to go back to the way they did it in the 2000s when they first came out, where it was just like freaking pure mayhem, and you like could like Vince put McMahon anything. Was the yeah. Uh, yeah. like commissioner or whatever? Yeah, you, you got to stand out somewhere. Either that, either that, or one of those leagues has to be a minor league for the NFL, and either yeah. it, just like the minors for baseball. If you start playing like crap, you go down to the minors, you can work your way back yeah. up or I like the, the bottom two and... teams from the nfl drop into one of those leagues oh, and the top two teams from... yeah oh man that would be nuts so, uh i do know that uh i forget his name but the the quarterback who played for the panthers after uh yeah, I mean, baker went down he was a usfl quarterback and he ended up i mean he didn't play like lights out or anything but he won a handful of games which was pretty cool um <clears throat> anyways football side uh nick do you have the oled by you by chance that we're trying to give away i don't did you already give it away i did oh geez well that's not good uh <laughs> we yeah we, we still got quite a few subs to go uh but we're climbing uh help us get to a thousand subs so we can start this nintendo switch oled giveaway um we do have one it's hiding somewhere in nick's basement uh, but we would love to give it away. So tell all your friends yes. and subscribe yourself if you haven't already. And um, if you guys really push, you could get an OLED with Tears of the Kingdom, which is coming out in like two months. There you go. There you go. It's your chance. Uh, Now's your chance. Don't blow well, it. We got what three weeks until the kickoff of the the March Madness tournament to determine the best. Streaming service original series. Uh, last night, uh, sorry, Chad, this was a spur of the moment thing. We were all hanging out in StreamYard and I opened up the poll results. And Nick was like, hey, let's just record this, our reaction to the poll results so far for Patreon. So we did. And we so far we have 25 uh, uh, votes in the poll which is pretty good, but we still got three weeks, like I said, uh, for you guys to get in there, take the poll, help us uh, decide which shows could move forward into round two. Uh, we have a uh, we have every matchup on the poll, so 32 matchups for you to help us decide. Uh, you can find the link on the homepage of showboysmedia.com. Um, so go ahead over there, take the poll. Um, and thank you to our top tier patrons. 
Yusuf H, Tim B, and Joseph C. Um, thank you guys for your continual support. It means the world to us. Thank you to all of our other patrons. Uh, if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash showboyspodcast and sign up today. All right, we got to talk about season Good three. Job, Mike. Good season job. three. Uh, we forgot we forgot to mention Dad. He's behind the scenes, like always. Uh, Dad, Mister Mister Dad Bot is back there. Dad uh, Bot. <laughs> I'm sure he has taken a few polls, Joe. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was totally not paying attention whatsoever, and then and then came back into that moment. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm like, where? Wait a was, second. That was inappropriate. <laughs> where are we going here? That was inappropriate. Um, yeah, season three. So, uh, we had we had a ten episode season here in season three. Um, picked right up where season two left off. No way. And um. I was telling Nick, I think it was yesterday, that I forgot. Like for some reason, I thought se- like season three was the the low season for me. Uh, Wrong, but definitely it was not. A lot of a lot of stuff happens here. the The story progresses quite a bit. Lots of uh, e- extremely intense moments. Um, what a ride! I think season three might be my favorite season. I think I said that in season two, but I don't know. Season three might be up there. Chad, initial thoughts on season three. It left him so speechless. So I, I, I really, really enjoy season three. I don't think that it's my favorite uh, season. I think, I think that... Uh, Oh, Nick, we lost general thoughts on season three. <laughs> oh, we lost Chad. He'll be back. It's quite. It's actually quite windy tonight. Yeah, in our yeah, yeah. Woods, so, um, I uh, I had to unplug my like router router earlier mm-hmm. today, and then I completely restarted my mesh network. Um, and finally, my internet started behaving. There was like some dust in the line. I guess I don't know. I need cleaned out. You know, blow blow on the cartridge. Um, yep, yep. Get the internet humming along again so like when we were uh, yeah joe says he hated it so much he left exactly um when uh before we went live when i was like hey i'll be right back i had to go outside in the backyard and like chase down our trash cans that i use for like <laughs> taking our yard waste to the the yard waste dump they like yeah blew all the way over into our neighbor's yard and yeah, pick them up on sunday them, Eh, well, if I didn't go get them, they probably would be like in the next neighborhood because our our backyard is just like a giant wind tunnel. It just that's funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, Chad will be back. But Nick, uh, on your second watch, mm, yeah. How, second. how was season three here for you? Season three, um, great watch. I'm definitely veering into the territory. Like, I there's less and less I now remember. Like season four is like I'm gonna have to actively see it for the memories that come out of, you know, deep storage. So like, there was definitely thing, like, I think season three was like the, the extent of my like active memory of things I like thought about be like, Oh, I wonder when this is going to happen. I'm kind of out of those things. And I don't know anymore what season four is about. Um, I just know it's going to be awesome because your boy's back. Um, 
spoiler, but I, I really enjoyed this season and definitely some fantastic scenes. And this had, this had the, the E Corp. Yeah. Episode five was the E Corp uh, invasion scene. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes. Good. All right. Uh, Chad was texting us. Oh, okay. He says, he says, internet is out. It's mayhem. Fires. Babies jumping out of windows. Nuns tossing <laughs> holy water. The works. Uh, so oh, dear. Distracted. Sorry. That's quite the text. Um, yes, this this season had the uh, the the riot at E Corp, which I don't know if the insurrection at E Corp. You mean? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it, it was technically a oneer. Because there were there were many scenes as I was rewatching it, um, <clears throat> where they, uh, like for instance, Angela's in the uh, the elevator and they have the little TV screen in the elevator. Mm-hmm. There's a few mm-hmm. times when they go in the elevator, or if they go somewhere with a screen, the camera kind of zooms into the screen. And I think when you're in a close up like that on a screen or something playing something, I think you could use that as a a moment to cut and like splice yeah yeah, yeah, together um regardless if it was a true oneer that would be amazing because it's 45 minutes one shot uh appears to be one shot and uh the thing that i loved specifically about that episode is when it aired on usa it was commercial free obviously because there was no places to Insert commercials in that craziness of an episode. So another one of those things, I think I mentioned it in in the season two episode for us. Um, Just another one of those things that USA did uh, during the show's airing that kind of I thought was really cool and not normal for a cable network to do to allow the the creators there to have their creative liberty with what they're trying to do. But yeah, Yeah, but between that and Irving. Um, and then the little sprinkle of Joey um, pulling like the the three point shots every once in a while. Um, yeah. Just 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 a good season, and 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 it's really like paced up. Like I feel like everything's kind of moving at a very good pace at this point in the series, just because it's hard hard to say like all the intro stuff is out of the way, but like I really think that they kind of like got everything introduced kind of at this point through season three yeah. and then now we're about to begin the the closing arc mm-hmm. um so i think i think kind of seeing all the characters kind of full either <laughs> really kind of break down um literally and just like completely um at a loss because we kind of see the tables turn on everyone yeah. in this season yeah uh chad welcome back i'm here i'm um, back Hopefully, tell, I, tell I, us I your your initial thoughts here on season three. Yeah, it's yeah. So I love season three, much like the other ones. I don't know that it's my my favorite season per se. I don't know. I feel like like I'm like slowly falling into madness watching the show. I've, I'm like really channeling my inner Elliot um, <laughs> because I like he's talking just to like, your invisible friends each yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah, and like just at certain point in this in in this episode towards the end when something specific happens, I'm like, dude, I, I have no fucking idea what's going on in this show anymore, but I like <laughs> hacking and that's cool. And you know, I hate, I like taking down big companies. That's cool. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, I love it, man. I'm not going to lie. Even though I really have, I'm really relying on this episode to tell me what the hell is going on here. Um, because <laughs> it feels like every one of my theories gets disproved and then reproved and then disproved. And then, um, yeah, I don't know where we're at, dude. But I will say that following this uh, season, the, the the time thing we were talking about last episode is really really kind of thrown in your face i think in, in this season more more than the other ones right uh, are you are you brought that up because i was gonna bring that up yeah yeah are you actively considering theories or are you done kind of like chasing chasing the oh, I, I mean I, I think i know what's happening <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's even, I mean, there was, or what, or, or even like, like what you want to happen. Like, oh, I would really like it if like it went this way by now. Or you're just like, I have no idea. Dude, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I have no idea where it's going. But uh, because I don't know, it, it, it's like the Tyrell thing. <laughs> because on our previous episode, I was like, dude, I don't even think Tyrell is real. Like, he just doesn't <laughs> right. exist. But that is like seemingly completely disproved in, in this season as we see him. Yeah seemingly existing so uh yeah i don't know dude i'm just all over the place like like is that thing at the beginning like it might be the first scene of the show or like one of the first is that like a time machine they're building they don't really touch it they just show it and they're like okay let's move on Uh, like so okay so yeah i forgot i was trying to like rack my brain of of what happens in episode one because unlike season two i was not diligent in writing down like what i thought was cool in each episode um but yeah, the the first episode, the, the intro, you have like a scientist walking through a lab, um, explaining basically realities. Yeah. <laughs> to the the trainees, it looks like, and he walks past a sign. You see, it's the Washington Township plant, and then uh, White Rose is there in the elevator, also talking about. Elliot and his father and his father and how his father actually was working on this project and died, you know, essentially in White Rose's mind, like died for the cause, you know, right? saying like, you know, and that's kind of, you know, what what do you say? Like fate led us to Elliot. uh, So Elliot's going to basically pick up where his father left off and all this stuff. And then it zooms, it like goes down through the elevator shaft or whatever. And then you zoom out on this giant machine and it's like the, the hydrant or whatever collider. Yeah. It looks like a cloud. Yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But yeah. So that's like, I don't know, man, I, I I'm, I'm starting to slowly think that this is some sort of time travel story that's going on here. Um, but I just don't have enough evidence and it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's so sprinkled throughout, but I keep going back and it might just be a total throwaway line from the first season when white Rose says that he hacks time and mm-hmm. it's, it could just be to explain why he's only got, you know, three minutes or whatever to, to talk to him. Right. I'm like, okay. I'm like thinking more of that. I'm like, is he actually hacking time? And right. then everything going on with Angela where she's like, yeah, everything's going to be fine. Uh, my, you know, my mom's gonna be back, and then she's like yeah. watching the TV rewinding. and like rewinding. And she's hey, like, look, look it's, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? On? Angela, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait until we get into like talking about each particular character, uh, because Angela, her trajectory is the complete inverse of last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, going on, building on the the time theory and reality theory that we brought up in in last episode in season two, um, they start out with all these subtle things like what I just talked about in the first episode at the at the plant, um, but like a load more Back to the Future references, um, so many vaguely specific dialogue lines re referring to time and reality and things like that uh in one episode in the closing monologue um elliot walks by a storefront with tvs or you're you're shown a storefront with tvs and superman is flying around the world making it turn in the opposite rotate in the opposite direction you know turn reversing time uh mm -hmm. and then you get to the end of the season and there's just straight up like Angela talking to Price like White Rose told me she can undo all this like don't you believe what she said and Price is like dude what she like I've known about what she's trying to do forever and she's a she's crazy like you yeah. really think that could happen like <laughs> yeah. she's lame <laughs> um, so they they go <clears throat> all the way to directly referencing the theory that everyone is thinking about which I thought was really cool right um, but yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, again, there's a lot of Back to the Future stuff. Maybe more than than past seasons in this. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. But but more broadly, I want to touch on because I didn't get a chance to because my internet gave out. I wish there was a scene in there where they're like trying to hack something super important and the internet just gives out. That'd be super realistic. But anyway, um, <laughs> I I do want to point my the very first line I wrote my in my notes is I really hope your favorite character is Irving. Um, and I don't know he if is. it is. I assume yeah. it is. Well, um, that is. Had that because um, in this season, Angela and Elliot are trying to. They go to the the hacker like club. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. place that has internet. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's that's true. True. there's issues. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yes, Irving <laughs> is my it. favorite character. Uh, here he he's is. So good. He's perfect. Uh -huh. So good, dude. Absolutely <laughs> uh -huh. so good. Yeah. He's just he's that a, yeah, Italian. Right? like sleazy car salesman he also writes does, everything all yeah. the important things down on, on his hand. hand yeah so good dude so uh -huh. good angela um, moss uh -huh. he's he's in the irishman he plays a character in the irishman i don't know what that actor's name is bobby but he's fantastic. yeah he's fantastic i mean he's in everything yeah he's in a lot of stuff, yeah, lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah um no he, but yeah i was it, so excited when that first scene uh is just great with him at the barbecue he's shop going he's out going off shake. well yeah. not really going off but like my mild temperedly going off on yeah. the, the once you see the whole Lizzo. season going off for him is like really drastically changed like oh he's yeah. he's been pretty calm the whole time he's been like yeah. sleeping you know? yeah. it's like so what constitutes is a visit like do i need to get out of line and get back in line yeah. or do i need so to leave the premises and come back in like yeah. and then totally he answers that. the call and he's like huh oh yeah is he dead yeah, oh, yeah it's so good dude. it's such a great character absolutely it's just like uh, a complete caricature of a character which i yeah. love so much uh, yeah. because but, he just hams it up but he he has dialogue on that though like when he's talking about like the cup yes. and like being the persona like it helps carry him through like what he needs to do because like people they yeah. just see him and he's like the big goofy guy like the suit the hair the big goofy cup with the like saying on it he's like you know it's yeah. part of it. Like yeah, right. he really owns it. I wonder he's if he's always if, just working on the book. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I wonder if uh, that fateful 
day when they were at the barn, he had like a lumberjack mug or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. I wrote that in my notes too. The number one dad cup is so great. Um, yeah. So he's he's a huge standout for me. I enjoyed literally every white rose. I don't know what white roses Chinese yeah, minister yeah. name is, but every scene that he's in in this the season's freaking mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I really really enjoyed the way that they were playing Mister Robot and Elliot against each other through in like hiding, trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Elliot from the fact that they were using Mr. Robot and that kind of stuff is so cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the main standouts for me as, as in a broad sense. Yeah. I also love, uh, just back onto Irving though, and back to the barn and mainly because I watched the finale, the season finale today. Um, when he's talking to, who I learned is named Grant, which is the least Chinese name I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Uh, But for those of you uh, who are not sure who Grant is, that is White Rose's like lover slash right hand man, like lead henchman. uh, The guy who's dealing with Elliot directly. Who Irving Um, once was at one time, which is crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that whole conversation between Irving and Grant, like when Irving's like, "Yeah, this could go take that much," you know, yeah, much sabbatical. talked about sabbatical, <laughs> and and Grant's like, "What are you talking? You're not going anywhere." And Irving just like Look, grabs dude. his face and is like, <laughs> yeah. "So good, yeah, yeah." I've I've been in your shoes, and, yeah, years yeah, ago. Like you're yeah, I was in your shoes, do, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, I mean, that's another that the discussion between white white rose and whatever what did you say his name was grant grant um, yeah that conversation leads me more to think that at least white rose thinks that he's going to be able to manipulate time in some capacity because he's like i'll i'll when all this is done i'll come and yeah, find come you find you yeah yeah and i i'm a little salty we're still not getting explanations on these guys blowing their heads off at, 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 in every other scene these chinese guys um dark army man they're just loyal to the cause and and like i think like white rose was able to flip angela he's thoroughly convinced the dark army that whatever he's doing is legit but like and and so i don't think they're afraid to die right they think he can bring him back or undo it yeah that's what i was thinking it was either that or the dark army completely is like from the future or something. And that's how they get back. It's just uh, off that's themselves. Cool. That's <laughs> like, cool a, idea. yeah, they're like, uh, Done using here. peripherals. Yep. Um, Biosif says, take what poll Joe? Uh, I'm sure you've already taken the poll, the, the March madness <laughs> round one poll, of course, on the homepage of the website. Um, yeah. And like Irving, is also bought in on whatever right Rose is selling too. Like he has that conversation with Angela. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting. I just, I, I love Irving. Like, like Nick, like you said, how he's just comes home after, you know, chopping up Santiago and he's like, all right, chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and he has that line about like, beginning middle and end like you can have you know you, you got you got the beginnings whatever you got the middle but if you gotta have that that banging ending because you know otherwise what's the point 
lots of layers to this. Yeah. Game. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I did want to talk about Irving as the new character, uh, and then Grant, of course, is another new character. Um, I I liked, I liked him, uh, but I think in terms of, in terms of all the, the bit the characters that have significant roles in the show i think he's probably my least like i think the least effective um yeah yeah but i do i do kind of like the dynamic in relationship with him and white rose and uh i know a little bit more structure to white rose because like it just further kind of plants what her mo is right like she's a guy She's a or she's a dude. She's a chick, um, he, like an ambassador for China, dark army leader. Has this weird project, obsessed with time. Main henchmen are also her boyfriend. Um, Irving was her boyfriend at one time. Yeah, crazy vendetta against Price. Like it's just like another layer to this like white rose mystery. Um, yeah. but also like really kind of makes um. It shows how much in this season, how well personal all of this is for White Rose. And like she she like really is convinced of something um, that she that she's going after. Yeah. And then then Price's counter dialogue throughout the season to all that. Yeah. Uh, Siv says White Rose has 100 for the control of the Dark Army. They believe in her cause enough to take the pill or drink the Kool-Aid. Exactly. Exactly. With I agree. 100 percent. Um in terms of new characters, Irving and Grant, I think, are the only new additions to season three. Yeah, I think. Uh, that's, I, Santiago because, being a douchebag is kind of new-ish. Yeah, his his role is new. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, to us. But uh, yeah, so so the big players this this season, I have of course Angela. We got Dom. We got Santiago. Uh, Leon, he his brief appearances in the few episodes he in are Dude, are just absolutely so good. crucial and brutal. <laughs> yeah, I love Leon. Such a good character, and I'm pretty sure I wrote. Unfortunately, I wrote the quote down, but I don't know who said it. But I think it's him where he says, uh, "Homeboy is wrapped tighter than a chinchilla's asshole." Yeah, that I think good. it might be him. I'm like, dude, quote of the <laughs> show. Quote of the show. <laughs> oh, I love. What did you text me last night, Nick? Uh, when when Grant's phone is ringing in the the barn standoff, yeah, he's like, "Hey, I think that's you, cuz." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to Grant because <laughs> Grant's so confused. So, His phone's just terrible. ringing, and, and you see in that scene too, like you see him get the text that Leon get the text like before it all pops mm-hmm. off. And on the second watch, I'm like, "All right, yeah, that's the that's definitely the moment." Then he just plays up the whole "I'm gonna shoot Angela" thing or Dom or whatever. He just goes goes off like at that 360 no scope Leon over there. Yeah, so good. <laughs> uh but yeah, and then of course uh the price and white rose uh duo of, of characters there takes a big step forward and kind of takes front seat to the story here of the season. But definitely the first half. Where do you guys want to start? Because there's a lot. guess we'll start with elliot elliot okay take it away sir nick where would you like to start with elliot and his arc in season three 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can touch on Elliot in parts. So, like, let's definitely address the first half of the season for all the characters because they everyone is a little bit different between the two halves of the season. Really, like episode five and post episode five, um, because Angela has a complete turn after that, um, and even Elliot has a complete turn into like six and then seven. Um, so, effectively. Elliot on the first half of this season, right, is doing the whole like hide and seek with Mr. Robot between each other. Like he, you know, he is two separate people completely, like literally um, in the way he engages with everyone. And even everyone is kind of uh, for the first time in the show, like really on board with that where they are playing into it because like Angela is working with Mr. Robot directly sneaking out sneaking out meeting with him like they have their own thing she's lying right to him elliot about it right and but then angela's constantly working with oh sorry um his sister darlene darlene is completely working with him and trying to find out what mr robot's up to because he's he's like scared of him and they're completely separated um so that's but that was a cool dynamic this season because it's kind of like a a little bit of a like a like a detective like esque yeah. show to it, right? right. But yeah. it's you know, you're playing detective on yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then and then so the true. other you know the other big side of that is um, Tyrell, right? Because Tyrell is coming back into the fold in terms of executing Phase Two completely, getting it all the way there. He's they're having issues because Elliot keeps stalling them. Elliot's mm-hmm. on this vendetta to stop it because. Um, Elliot gets a job at E Corp. Yes, and so Angela. I, that that's new here to the season. So he's uh, the montage is so good of him working at E Corp. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, getting those like what? What are the? Yeah, uh, he's a, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Rami, by the way, the star of the Hulu original series in mm. our March Madness tournament. Rami, um, and his his actor's name is also. Ramy, so that is all <laughs> oh, all one person there uh but yeah he's hilarious um especially when the part where <laughs> is it episode five yeah it has to be episode five right uh, where he yeah. thinks he's talking to us but he's like, like, but he's talking to him, him. yeah yeah <laughs> and, just and he's like oh crap yeah, this might work out in my favor. Him. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Dude. And he's like, well, actually, man, thanks. I needed to hear that. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been laid only, but like one to, or twice, maybe one and a half times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, in his efforts to stall the stage two plan, he's like rerouting the the deliveries of the paper records they're all supposed to be coming to one facility and he's sending them back out all over the country and um yeah the (laughs) just the the constant back and forth of what mr robot and elliot are trying to do is just a stalemate tug of war uh but yeah siv says dude angela lying to elliot made me r r r r r um i'm i'm sorry that it made you r r r r but uh yeah it was it was tough to see man because elliot and angela are bffs but that that is post uh white rose talking to angela so white rose says angela all bought in on this and and this is also where um people are really confused because it's like oh yeah phase two elliot's plan let's go 
And it's like, even Tyrell's like, what's going on? Like, why is he not him all the time? Like, right. He's waking <laughs> yeah. me out, bro. Yeah. And even Angela has to tell him, like, just yeah. at least get Tyrell in the loop. Um, so, so it, it was the most separated and apparent, like separation of them. And there's, I think it's even episode two where, um, two or three when he wakes up in his apartment and looks in the mirror or whatever. And he's like all messed up and like bruised. And then they replay the whole episode forward with Elliot going forward, but it's constant flashbacks to what Mr. Robot was doing. I'm like, this is really weird because if you don't, if you forget that that's all like referencing the night before with Mr. Robot, even like the meeting with price and, um, and Tyrell in the apartment, like all that activity, I'm like, it almost appears as if they are completely two separate people. It does, like, yeah. It does. Are they in two different yeah. like realities happening simultaneously? Right. But then, but they fix it at the it, end. They, it's, they, yeah, it's not until yeah. you, he's putting the mirror back on where yeah. you see everything that happened. But yeah, that but was they both, a... did, they both did like touchback flashback references mm-hmm. while progressing the story forward. The story forward. Yeah, it was super. Yeah, I thought it was super confusing, but it did come together in the end. But yeah, I don't know. I I I think that. Uh, the Elliot Mr. Robot stuff in this season's the best it's been in any of the seasons. Um, especially uh, you know, how they're just using him separately. Like it's so weird that you like mm-hmm. that's like that's Elliot. You know it's Elliot, but they're using Mr. Robot. And then there's like moments where they get worried that he, like Elliot's coming back, and there's just a lot of good Mr. Robot and Elliot stuff in the season. Well, I really like liked so how far. I really liked how uh like Darlene, like they, the, the, Mr. Robot has that, you know, semi violent encounter with Darlene in the apartment and like legitimately scares her. And then she's like scared of Elliot and like not sure of which one, right, is there for a while. And then that like awkwardness kind of continues on throughout the season on top of the whole like oh by the way i've also worked for the fbi sorry bro <laughs> um but like <clears throat> yeah yeah quite, quite a bit of awkward <laughs> tension between the siblings there but right i liked how you know because it reinforces the fact that these characters just see uh, rami malik's bug-eyed face they don't see christian slater or Rami, it's like no, they see the same person, but like um, Elliot asks, uh, or Mister Robot, I forget which one asks Angela, like, how do you know it's me? And she's like, I can tell it's your eyes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Elliot looks away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the Darlene, um, like confrontation there, like just reinforces that like oh yeah he's the same like it's not two people like we're seeing this whole time like sometimes i forget that it's like they're seeing the same person but like completely different person so that's probably like super crazy confusing to them (laughs) yeah and kind of building on what bio's (laughs) saying here um you know because he was like darling knew immediately and you know she called him out before he choked her but I, she, she was in a really precarious situation because she was trying to hack him for the FBI. So she had to like double lie there, kind of. She had to one pretend she thought it was Elliot, and like she didn't know what was like the problem was when, in fact, she knew it was Mister Robot. But also was like, I need to lie my ass off to Mister Robot because 
he's like he's like he's on to me for good reasons like he's yeah. he's more on to me than like elliot is so that was a weird like double layer she yeah. had to work through because you know she also was subject to the second like decimating line of um <laughs> hurtful hurtful things said to her and like she it, it's kind of kind of true like you know darlene's you know kind of shitty like not that she chooses to be but that whole whole situation and what was the dom was, thing what was the darlene devastation when when dom like just dom lights her are up at, at the end, end oh the yeah that's yeah. right so i think i think there's definitely two per season so like it was dom lays into darlene and she's just a terrible person and she can just die with that and there's no way she can like talk her <laughs> yeah. way out of it um and then was it was a tyrell from price was the other really bad one or... oh where he's talking about like when he inserts him as cto there's yeah some, oh, yeah, there's, yeah some absolutely brutal line there there's we should have man oh, i wish i would have thought this through we could have done <laughs> like an in memoriam segment each episode yeah. just listing out all of the just life like sucking dialogue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lines that characters deliver to other characters there's there's a super where like two people just get decimated verbally yeah, yeah. it's just this whole, i like, think you might, you're right on that too to a season for sure um because you said that no, last episode too yeah there there is a scene after that uh the hacking confrontation with mr robot where she she does ask she's like or the either she asks or Elliot like sees she's kind of apprehensive and she's, and he's like, no, no, it's me. Yeah. Um, so while most of the time I agree with you, Siv, I think the events of this season, whether it's the, that interaction with Mr. Robot in particular, or compounding on the stress that she was under with being an informant against her brother. Right. Um, that, that I think, she needed in some scenes like uh confirmation of who who was in the in the front there yeah. um man dot like so just to focus on dom for just a second here so like the whole end thing where she was like yeah there's no way i'll ever flip like that's everything i'm against like blah 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 isn't it it's her literal job to flip people against like what they believe so like right. how critical of her yeah. to like be like i'll never flip like all you do is convince people to flip for you standards. right yeah like, what the heck i've got standards um dude that was oh i know we're jumping all over the place no i'll i'll wait i'll wait till we get to that part um oh, anyways um uh, so yeah so the the conflict between mr robot and elliot and i don't think that gets resolved until like the end like the late yeah really episode eight or nine or something like that um but yeah so literally the end of the season it's part i was gonna say i think it's like the last one of the last scenes yeah it's like price angela mr robot Mm. and elliot and then it's really those are those are the two like two angles there yeah and then just hanging darlene with dialogue um (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so Elliot, of course, trying to stop stage two because it involves blowing up a building. And well, when they talked about blowing up, what was it, Steel Mountain? Uh, yeah. He was very opposed to that because you don't want to like 
kill people or do unnecessary damage. So, um, Murder. Angela's role in this, she's been uh, reassured that the building would be evacuated and all that stuff, but Elliot doesn't doesn't care. So he's trying to stop this the whole time. And I love, oh, I love the the buildup. I remember the first time seeing like them stopping the attack and like Elliot's walking down the street and like this moment of triumph, like, yeah, me and Mr. Robot, he came around like we're on the same side here. Like we did it. We stopped it. And he walks by the T like everyone's pulling out their phones and stopping at the storefronts, looking at the news. And it wasn't for that building. It was for 71 other, other buildings yeah. across the country they yeah. started with that one it wasn't 72 they saved one building oh yeah you know? i guess um yeah but like i remember seeing that for the first time just being like oh no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your reaction seeing that like oh yeah dude it was shocking because it's not it's not mentioned even remotely everybody's focusing on that building and now the entire episode is is revolving around that that building too and mm-hmm. the pre it might be the previous episode i don't remember which 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 episode is like the single shot through the may uh, episode episode five. five um so yeah yeah i was to- i mean i was totally shocked and i think angela really takes a a nose dive i mean she's really nose diving to like elliot level of madness after that episode she beat yeah. with like some mad hack skills and like she did yeah. it herself and like, yeah, believed then, in it. And then, oops. Yeah. And then afterwards, dude, it's really, yeah, I know I already, I, I know I already brought it up, but it's really the, the, the rewinding of the video where mm-hmm. you're like, this bitch is crazy, bro. Yeah, like she's, she's like, like, no, four here, cats away was, from being yeah. fully submerged in the deep end. <laughs> right. She's like, no, here, here, I'll show you again. Let yeah, me just show look, you. Look, they all okay. come back. Like, I, everything's fine so good that was um, uh again another one of those like subtle but not so subtle hints at like this whole time reality theory right um but yeah uh let's just talk about episode five uh it's like the elephant in the room was a a fantastic episode this is maybe I was talking to Nick. I I misspoke last episode saying the 90s sitcom episode was my favorite episode. It is not. It is probably at tied for second favorite episode with with episode five of season three. My favorite episode is in season four. And I can't wait until everyone sees it because, oh, dude, it's it's my absolute favorite. Uh, (laughs) But. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. Just everything from the the. The one shot appearance to watching it on USA commercial the wheel, free the, the way that it was intended. Sequence. You got the 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 fighting, the physical altercations mm-hmm. between Elliot and Mr. Robot. So in particular, dude, yeah. I remember uh, where he's like in the computer lab and that rando dude is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like. Uh, when he like blacks out and the whole lab is destroyed and that guy's yeah. just standing against the wall and he's like what is this what is wrong with this guy oh my gosh um, uh yeah there's there's a lot I, I mean there's a lot in this episode that i like it this is probably my favorite episode so far um by a long shot but just like little things like elliot when he's trying to make his escape and he's like uh 
he goes into the stairwell and he's going up and the guy's coming down like, yeah, I'm going to get him. And then he turns back around and then he hears that the guy's talking about his son that he's going to go pick up after work. So he turns back around and goes back up. It's just like little things like that, dude. I'm like, so good. dude. Oh, I love how he's like looking for someone to get off their machine. Yeah. goes over to the old lady and she just like schools him. Yeah. Schools. I loved it. Yeah. But then she's like, she's like like sniffing white out, by the way. Did you see that? When he walks over, she's just like, yeah, (laughs) sniffing the white out. But then she does the whole like, but you know what? I'm gonna use this opportunity to totally snitch on my coworker and like I'll tell you who did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he has yeah. a remote client on his desktop. And he uses it all the time. Shame for shame. <laughs> uh, no, that that him dodging security like when he's in the little boardroom and they're all like like that was a little like on the nose. Like obviously that looks suspicious as all get out and security's everywhere. But <laughs> him dodging security throughout the yeah. floors was a lot of fun. Um, He's wild. You got the scene in like the <clears throat> the boiler room or whatever, where he's like literally throwing himself against the oh, wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all that stuff is fun, but the real like meat and potatoes of this episode is following Angela through the 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 raid of E Corp and like all the chaos that's going on, and then our favorite hamburger eating like hazmat suit wearing guys just chilling there eating his sandwich time travel man that's how he gets where he gets like (laughs) yeah in and out must man they don't have hamburgers in his universe so he gets one as soon as he gets there it's the first thing he grabs freaking what a dream role Right. You don't have to say a single thing. You nope. barely see any of your body or face, and you just got to take some bites of a sandwich and like yeah. <laughs> open a door for someone. Like, dude, it's very, up. that's awesome. Yeah. And um, I love that he just pops in like the most random fucking spots, too. Like, you do not expect him to pop in. Suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish we could get Sam on and just be like, what is with the suit, dude? Please tell me why this guy right. was wearing that suit every scene he was in. Misdirection. Um, yeah. And, and, and while this is all going on, like the FBI, um, you know, Dom, like basically they they know, right? It's it's at that red wheelbarrow place, but Santiago's totally like stiff arming them. And then they just do the whole like cop, like, want to get lunch? I'll get lunch if you want to get lunch. Yeah. Yes, we're getting lunch. <laughs> um, they totally just stake it out. It. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's great. And then like Tyrell's in there. Tyrell, you know, gets kind of made out to be like the hero through all that. Um, and that yeah. know, that closes up the red barrel red red wheelbarrow for scene from like you know that's where Irving's kind of like camping out at. Like he takes Angela there to have like lunch or they're. Their yep. Monday morning staff meeting. She's like, it's Friday. He's like, it's figure speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when he's like talking about eating ribs for breakfast. He's like, oh, but it's yeah. all about it's all about the moisture. Yeah, they know. He's talking about mop it, mop it. Yeah, it's so yeah. He's okay. it's so some, good. Some red vinegar or like whatever yeah. he's describing. Yeah. He's like yeah. as they cook them, they just yeah. lather that on there. Man, uh, but yeah, like I, I loved seeing angela like maneuver her way up to the the tower or whatever the machine whatever i don't even know what's called yeah absolutely terrified but like mildly panicked that uh elliot there's no way she's gonna be able to find elliot and get him up here to do this so like knowing she's gonna somehow have to pull this off and then like actually doing it and then 
like the the rioters are just like lunatics so like she could get attacked and almost does well she uh, probably also knew it was daytime and elliot was probably driving and there's no way that would have worked so like she's kind of in this pinch with the dark army where they don't know he's he's split so the only person that knows is like her darlene and tyrell so like yeah. It wasn't even about finding him, really. I just think she was just like, "There's no way." Yeah, even if yeah, she I don't even find think she him, tried. Like, yeah, he's not yeah. going to do it because he's Elliot right now, right? right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I love how she just like sucks it up and puts on the the tear gas yeah, mask, yeah. and then you got that cool scene of her with the mask on, with her hair coming down, and she's got the hood up, and she just looks and the dude red. like looks at her. And yeah. like stares at her and then just goes back to do, doing whatever. Yeah. And it, then it felt a how lot about like the security guy in the elevator, like oh, realizing yeah. she had something she shouldn't. And he's like, you need to come with me. And then she just basically gets him murdered, like beat yeah. to death right in front of right. her. Right. Ruth like, oh, dang. Yeah, absolutely. Whoops. It gave me like major daredevil prison vibes like that whole prison scene obviously yes. this I, I think is significantly longer than that but that's what it was like just mayhem going yeah. around single shot as we're following one person through yes. everything very good dude so good yeah i like the the stairwell scene too stairwell yeah daredevil also. Also. Dude, yeah. there's a lot of good scenes in daredevil <laughs> yeah the um the the we talked about this last time like when i watched this show like four years ago but the the like when she's at the terminal like, and it like pans over the view. wall and yes. it like peeks outside. Like, yeah, that's just so cool. I don't know how they did that, but it looks it looks sweet. It does. Yeah, they totally yeah. simmed it. They, just they like, literally the cut the roof yeah. off of a skyscraper and yeah, got yeah. a camera crane up there. No, <laughs> um, I, I do love that because you see a similar technique. Um, <clears throat> maybe not like exactly top down, but it's kind of like yeah from the side, side but you see elliot and angela through the wall while they're sitting against the door yeah so good um, with the red red lighting yeah that, that that scene's really cool even though it's like yeah i would like to know how they do that too and now that i think about it <laughs> like i mean they just it's just a it's just a blank a, wall there a, yeah yeah like the, they just wall, literally yeah. stop clever the wall there. green screen editing and yeah they could yeah do that, yeah um but yeah dude i this is a fantastic episode um, well, turns because they they won up like nine eleven in that show, and it's they literally <laughs> put the entire country into a martial law lockdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Do you want to continue with Elliot, Mister um, Robot, or are we sw- switching gears here? Where do you want? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've kind of talked about Angela. Like, you know, Angela's trying to handle Elliot through all that. That's why he gets the job yeah. there, and um, you know, she she messes up. And a lot of this uh, this season's about like handling mistakes, right? Cleaning up people's messes. Uh, as Santiago like flipped out at the end, he's like, "It's time you start cleaning up my messes." Uh, <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, yeah, probably um, shouldn't have went there, Santiago." Okay, <laughs> okay, uh huh. We can do that. We can work uh-huh. on that. <laughs> Come with me. Uh huh. <laughs> um, take that and put that right over here. Um, yeah. Put a pin in that, and then I'm gonna put an axe in you. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He took Chad's saying a little too far. Yeah, <laughs> this is another pin. Um, um, I, I do love how like Angela 
completely on board and like again was stressing throughout the first half of the season like like i only want to do this if it's done safely like we're taking human life into consideration here but like seeing her one have to like on the spot cope with basically getting the security card like either like batman beaten into like an inch of death or like yeah. brutally murdered by the hands of riders um and random tech girl called her out to irving like what was her name oh yeah oh, yeah we'll we'll take care of that uh-huh. you're not she's gonna, <laughs> not gonna kill her right yeah. Oh, yeah uh but then realizing that the hack she did uh she did it she, she literally did was it. responsible for 71 buildings blowing up and thousands and thousands of people dying yeah um and then her immediate and swift descent into madness um yeah and you kind of have the the two the two storylines and or two perceptions of there's you know this perceived five nine hack this like revolution blah 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 mr robot talks about how they like hijacked his ideas and like they turned it into something completely not what the point was right like things typically are um there's there's like that group and then you see the other group where it's price and well white rose just kind of having it out at this like just personal feud right just trying to white rose is like i had to ask twice so i'm just yeah. gonna like decimate she, you. So, she and called she it only... a slap on the wrist <laughs> yeah yeah price needed <laughs> slapped on the wrist right because <laughs> like because you know you're so caught up in like the narrative of why these things are happening, but they kind of do just lay down in front of you that like white Rose just kind of said, we're still going to do it anyways. And everyone's like, Oh, I thought we weren't going to do it. If you got the Congo and the UN vote and all that stuff went, it's like, yeah, we're going to get that, but we're also just going to go ahead and do it anyways. Cause I'm mad at price. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so phase yeah. two, not stopping full train. <laughs> then Angela's here. Like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to save a lot. We're not going to hurt anybody. We're just going to, we're just gonna burn some yeah, records. And that's all. Blow up one building safely. <laughs> yeah. I safely blow up. A, I mean, you can't safely blow up a building, but come on. Angela. Not the way she's doing it. No. Yeah, not the way you're <laughs> doing it. <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah, I mean that. Let's see here. That's we, we talk about Tyrell in there. Um, poor Tyrell. Um, rip, rip his family. Similar. I completely forgot. Similar inverse of character that you're like, we're introduced to this like power corporate player, right? Do anything, climb up the corporate ladder. I am a God. Um, We are gods. And now he's just like, I don't even know how to describe how Tyrell is right now. (laughs) You know Um, how he's doing when he puts on those gloves, like he's about to beat a homeless man. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just Mr. Robot. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Tyrell, um, he he went from top of the world to realizing he's just kind of being used. He was literally left to die by Irving, um, decided to finally break out and just take a chance there, right, out to the FBI. Oh, no, the world. I think that's part of the plan. That was, I mean, because Irving that? leaked him that letter and he's like, read it, do what it says, and then burn it. So I'm, I'm completely sold that was the plan i figured he was supposed to stay down there and just like die with it no because he like puts the handcuff on the the bed rail and like sets it up like he was imprisoned 
Yeah. Um, so I think it's all part of the plan. Oh, I see. Leave. Building, Stay building the plan that he was kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, that he was kidnapped and escaped. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah. Episode three, um, which I think is the Tyrell and hiding episode, even though it totally squashed my Tyrell is not real theory, <laughs> uh, is a really, really yeah. good, really good episode. Um, probably my second favorite. Cop. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, probably my second favorite of the season. And it's just oh. cool seeing more of him because we haven't really seen too much of him really yeah. you know what i mean yeah uh the, the hiatus out at the barn uh super good because you have a uh, one he's he's in his crazy like love of elliot like that feeling of of them being these gods uh <laughs> of hacking and like invincible can do anything completely oblivious to what's happened to his wife, by the way. Um, when he asks Irving, he's which, like, hey. which first off, thank God. Cause I couldn't stand her. I'm so glad. Unfortunately, Damn, one of the most Chad. unrealistic death oh. scenes I've ever seen in a show. Like she's leaning forward, gets shot and then like lays back and dies. Yeah. But I'm happy she's gone. Cause I, I just couldn't stand her to be honest with you. The least yeah. favorite character of the show. I like how that's placed right at the end of like episode two or whatever. And they don't readdress that till like episode seven. Um, yeah. And like, it's one of those things where like this show is completely different from like how a typical TV show would go, where they would do the death and they'd pay the payoff on like the, you know, close that loop would be the next episode. Next episode. Yeah. Even, like, that's how we cold end. And then like on to the next thing. And then yeah. four episodes later, they're like, Santiago's just like, she's dead murdered point blank in the streets. Was, I'm like, oh, uh, i think that yeah. was the devastate the decimating of tyrell was yeah. in that interrogation room yeah because santiago's a total douche about it dude right. he's like i'll make sure your your boy ends up another statistic yep. yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like, like oh dude. That oh that's so brutal um what did you think of the reveal of santiago's turn like where he comes up to meet the cop who picked up Tyrell and then just blows his head off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, but there, I don't know. There was always something a little off with him. Um, and I think, I, I think at first he was just like a douchebag to, to Dom. And he mm -hmm. was like seemingly trying to steer the investigation. And he does it a lot after that reveal too, where yeah. when you yeah. know that he's doing it, but he does it a little bit in the beginning too. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I won't say that I was totally shocked. Um, not like the, not like any twists we've seen so far. Right. Yeah. I think if maybe, maybe if we haven't had the zillion twists we've had so far, maybe that would have been like a, whoa, whoa. Wow, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Nick. I was like, how obvious is, is Santiago here? Like, yeah. Did that catch you off guard when you first watched it? Like. Because of all the things, that is the most obvious for sure. Right. Um, but yeah, like what a what a scumbag. Like <laughs> I, I can't stand that guy. Yeah, I can't either. And especially like the the whole when he's taking Darlene out of the police station or FBI headquarters, and mm -hmm. Dom meets him in the. He's like walks oh, up to her. He's like, "There's what, what are you yeah, scared what do you of think me? I'm gonna like do? there's cameras, and then he yeah. just immediately <laughs> knocks, knocks her out." Her out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh geez. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so what else do we have to to go through in the first half of the season? Um, I do want to talk about um the whole Elliot Mr. Robot trying to 
get uh, figure out um, Darlene and like her shenanigans, like where she almost gets made at the safe house apartment where he like hacks the FBI dude that's like watching him and traces it back mm-hmm. to the apartment. He like breaks in there like, is Darlene home? Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> he's here. Yeah, like that. That was yeah. that was a cool sequence. And then <clears throat> I also like how Darlene is, you know, keeping things kind of from like the fbi and they 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 know it and then she disappears for days like with elliot and like she's trying right to sort this out straight with elliot and fix everything while also trying to not go to prison or like get go to jail and like play play the fbi informant role but not completely um i thought that was always like a good dynamic just like in the scene in episode five when they're like standing in like the the crowd and it's just like complete loudness and then but it, that's all like drowned out and they're just like talking. Yeah, I thought that was a cool scene. Yeah, what did you think about? Um... Well, in the first half of the season, you get like a little bit of. Or wait, is that ap- after episode five when uh, old Joey and Trenton and Mobley come back in? Yeah, yeah. Uh... What what did you think about Mr. Robot coming out to uh, Krista, his therapist? Oh yeah, forgot about Th- that. Those scenes were pretty interesting. Um, we we of course had the return of Krista, great character. Um, but she actually gets to talk to Mr. Robot, and in yeah. some pretty intense scenes. Uh, another intense one happening after episode five, where he tells her that he's responsible for the buildings blowing up. I love the, uh, the interaction with, is it like her, her lawyer or attorney or something where yeah. she's perhaps like, the owner gonna... of like the practice or something That's like that. Yeah. I gotta like yeah. say Counsel. something. And he's yeah. like, you can't unless he says he's going to do something Actively. like that again. Like, um, and yeah, but and also like, how yeah. unbelievable it is. Right. Yeah. He's like, there's thousands of people just like your client that have that have claimed, claimed. responsibility for it. So yeah, right. Like you literally talk to crazy people. Like right. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the Iranians. Um, yeah. Rip. But she's put it, putting pieces together, right? Because he's like, "Hello, I hacked you. Like, I hacked your that Lenny dude or whatever his name was who you were Welcome. seeing, like." I can hack normal people, so of course you should be able to draw the the conclusion that I can <laughs> execute a hack that simultaneously explodes seventy one buildings. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Uh, easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think pretty much the other main main thread in the first half of the season is uh, between Price and White Rose and. Um, White Rose, of course, trying to secure the annexation of the Congo, which does happen. The vote goes through in episode five. You see on the elevator TV screen. Um, And in return, uh, White Rose needs to convince China to back eCoin fully for eCoin to be standardized and become like the standard currency or something, I believe. so we have that whole uh, storyline playing out and the, the back and forth power plays between Price and, and White Rose just keep trying to one-up each other and assert their dominance. But I, I think we know who wins at the, at the yeah, end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So post episode six or episode five, um, Dom and Darlene start to work a little closer together. That's kind of like a, a one-off. Well, it plays into the, the end of the season there, but um, she kind of, I I believe she was about to turn Elliot in. Like she was starting to get closer to that point and starting to feel bad about it. And then he tells her that, they can re- like undo the hack got, because of Trent's email. email. Trent, yeah. um, so she like goes along with trying to get into Sentinel where the keylogger is and has that uh, one night stand with Dom, gets caught trying to steal her badge, gets arrested. Um, and then that leads to the finale, which we can save and just talk about the finale like separately at the end. <clears throat> Uh, I do, I do really enjoy Dom's character though. Like she's trying to do the right thing, you know, and uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about Dom? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's all right. Um, she's just got the, the, the girl scout thing going on, which I I find a little annoying (laughs) because I feel like nobody's really like that. Um, and she's just weird. Like her personal yeah. life is weird. Like she brings Darlene back to the apartment, right? Which is fine. I'm I'm fine with that. Their interaction she, from bar to the apartment yeah. is just great. Like yeah. the way she like Dom's actress plays like literally being like face value awkward is just right. so, good. so <laughs> awkward. Painfully like you bring her back to your apartment and the first thing you show her is your freaking Alexa. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> like, like she's like, what friend. else can what else can that thing do? <laughs> like it's like, what is going on here, man? <laughs> but I like I don't get I don't get why the Alexa is such a major part of her story because it was a big thing in the last one too. They showed multiple scenes of her like talking to Alexa yeah. and She's That's definitely why Prime She's... picked this up because we're like, oh, they got right. Alexa plugs yeah, all dude. throughout Alexa it. Seeds. Oh, yeah. yeah, bro. That's how you, you need a friend. Just get an Alexa. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, the whole planting of a, an F Society member who's making the videos because while while Darlene is being this informant, a new F society video is put out and we have like a, a patsy in, in place here to be caught and arrested. <clears throat> um, doesn't talk. Uh, of course the post credit scene of season two is Leon going and, and finding Trenton and Mobley that plays out in an episode. Uh, Rip, Mobley's roommate who just Joey just slices wide open. Um, he takes them uh, well, uh, first out to the desert <laughs> to, to bury the body. And I love that whole like they're in the back of the car. Uh, Trenton like frees herself and he's like, all right, you got to get us out of here. And she's like, dude, I don't know how to drive. Yeah, it's every <laughs> New Yorker. In, I lived in New yeah. York. Like I never no. had to. Right. And so she like and that that whole scene, the, yeah, the whole the way the whole scene plays out is so freaking funny too because she they they take off and I love Leon's reaction where he's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> then she, yeah, they don't even make it that far she like crashes into the one rock in the middle of the desert yeah yeah exactly so, yeah, the only so, person so in history to crash a car in, in a desert in a desert yeah <laughs> um but he ends up taking them to a house to the dark army and man oh dude i mean i knew what what happened they do the fbi the raid and so like the way with... they they reveal it was so cool even though you knew what happened like oh dude the setup there of course they're they're framing the iranians which you you hear and is that in season three or towards the end of season two with the meeting of white rose and the alex jones of of mr robot season where he's like yeah where he's like i'm gonna need you to plant this on iran um and the guy's like, oh, they're they're brown enough. I think it'll work. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, geez. Uh, and then, uh, of course, White Rose is like, and there's somebody who I need you to back here. <laughs> it's Trump, Trump on the, on the TV yeah. for his yeah. presidential run, which I thought was hilarious because a lot of the uh, towards the end of the season, the, the Price and White Rose conversations happen at Mars Lago or whatever his hotel i thought was hilarious a nice little touch there um yeah and they they sit him down grant sits him down and what like makes them explain what's in front of them and mobley realizes like but like this has already been executed like you don't need us to do anything and he's like now you get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and just their slow realization and like uh Mobley's freak out as as the guys like putting the gun to his head. Like it just that whole scene was Yeah. Just uh, I, yeah, I so agree. Good. It was so I intense. agree with Nick too with with the FBI raid going on too. I thought that was really cool. Um because they make it seem like they're there at the same time and they're not Yeah, they're they there. might like Seemingly be able to later. stop it or yeah, whatever. Stop it, right. No. Um no. and then uh yeah, that plays out great. And then it leads to and I know I've said that I have multiple favorite episodes this this season, but it's not my favorite season. It's kind of sounding like it is, but um, <laughs> that leads to this the 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 episode uh, with Elliot and I think his name's Mohammed, maybe the the kid. Uh, oh yeah, um, Trenton's which is brother, Mobley's um, brother, Trenton's brother, Secute's visiting yeah, Mobley's brother, yeah, and be yeah, like yeah. gotta bury him. Yeah, that um, a cool episode just because like it's yeah, like a so pause. Good for elliot where it's like right everything all all that's happened he kind of has like the pieces of like what to do next but he just doesn't know how to move forward with it well because he was about to not move forward anymore (laughs) right right yeah he bought yeah absolutely (laughs) enough morphine to kill several large horses yeah they never said he was gonna take all of it oh they were heavily hinting at it I mean, oh, they go as just far like a normal as bag. That, that is not <laughs> a normal bag of morphine, bro. <laughs> normal bag. It just lasts a normal while. bag. I thought you're just gonna have a good no, time dude, on the beach. About to go peace no. out on the beach, because uh, no. like when they're in the mosque and uh, Trenton's brother's like, "I wish you were dead," and he's like, "So do I." Oh, he says, "So do I." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah hundred uh, percent. Okay. But that that whole episode's so good, dude. And that's another big like. Like they go to see Back to the Future, yep. 
Um, he was about to uh, take Jeff it all. Jeff says he was about to take up. it yeah, all, exactly. and the boy showed up. Um, yeah, yeah and, they go uh, back to the future. I love the little argument between the fans and the yeah. He wants to <laughs> while they're yeah, in the line. I love that. And I love the kids. Like, can we see the Martian? Like, I don't want to see this. It looks like an old movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I loved about, it. And it about was just critics. like a chill episode, even though it was like very dark. Like he was like Super on the verge of killing himself. Super sad and emotional, but it was like a chill episode. <laughs> it was definitely a chill episode for the show, for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good. It was a good like palette reset before nine and ten because. That's when stuff started to get real crazy. Um, yeah, I, lo- I mean, the episode's called Don't Delete Me. I mean, right. Come on. He's literally about to kill Pretty someone. obvious, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was just a a really cool episode. I love how Trenton's brother, like, owns him at the end. And he's, like, just walks up and unlocks the door and goes inside. And he's like, you had the key the whole time? Yeah. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just straight up wanted to go see a movie, like... Yeah, it rules. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of cool like dialogue and introspection by Elliot that like, yeah, helped him turn the corner. Well, yeah, and even like as he's pe- like this kid's like way ahead of him because he's like, dude, your parents are gonna be back for like three hours or whatever, and he's like, yeah, that's why I keep saying we should go see a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, duh, catch, keep up. Yeah. I love that. I also really love the the theater scene where the dude's like, "Can you hold my flux capacitor so I can clean yeah. my glasses?" It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so good. But again, really hammering home. Not and not the only time that we're hammering home the Back to the Future references here in this season, because yep. um, we get another one at the end as well. So, yep, for sure. Um, it's a, it was really, really, really good episode. I love it. Um, I also love how his jacket ends up back with him there. The yeah, the what? Yeah, what? They just roll up and and dump everything out and then roll away. I like, love, what was going on there? I love that scene. Like things are so bad that like garbage pickup and yeah. like drop off is such a contentious thing that like right this white van with no windows slider door. <laughs> flies up like skids into the the sidewalk slings open the door and just dumps trash out and then yeah well i mean if you've ever been if you've ever been in new york city i mean they have trash issues now like you can't imagine what it would be like in in mayhem like that i mean if you walk down the street in new york city there's trash all over the place huge piles of trash so yeah uh i just love how they like drama yeah, i thought it was going to be like somebody <laughs> like they, they were yeah. dumping a body off or dumping somebody oh, man, there it might him. as well have been they yeah, were dumping trash. bringing back mr robot yeah um but yeah i love uh i guess since we're on the topic of the state of, of new york there um i love the the monologues that we get in the season i forget what episode it was in particular i want to say it's the episode that they go to like the hacker club competition thing, but where he's monologuing about like, again, the state of society and like was, was what they did actually like helpful at all, or did it just kind of screw over the people that they were trying to help in the first place? Um, because like I said, at the start of this, I think they do a great job of showing both sides. Like right. everyone wants to have that, like, fantasy like one 
one thing that will cure all of society's problems, um, especially when it comes to like finances and wealth and stuff. Everyone thinks they have that one easy solution, uh, but like Elliot had the easy solution. He had that bang on the beach. Like yeah. that's the only way to cure society's problems. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. There's no hacks. No. There's no corporations. There's Don't no listen to Nick. It's never that bad. <laughs> that's never the solution. Um, but I do love how like they pull off the solution, right? And it just turns everything into even more of a dumpster fire and yeah. kind of actually screws over the people they're trying to help more than if they were just in the, the system that sucks. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I appreciate that about this show a lot. Um, so I guess we're just, we're down to really episodes nine and 10. And uh, are there any characters in particular up to this point that we really need to lean into. I don't think so. Other than just talking about what happens in these last two episodes. Yeah. Up to this point, Angela just gets picked up off the street and she's like, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a little bag in her cart. Yeah. And then she runs into her old boyfriend, um, doppelganger on the street corner. Yeah. 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 She's just been like in limbo in, in her apartment. Darlene occasionally checks on her, but she's just yeah. like wasting away. But like her apartment's like bananas. She's got all those pictures up everywhere. It's like she's trying to, everything's covered in like plastic. I don't know what's going on. The pictures yeah, makes you dude. think she's like yeah. trying to like force the like past to like materialize or something. I don't know. She's like prepping for like, yeah. she future. has like <laughs> about, about 23 locks on her door now. Dude, yeah. <laughs> When it's just like you just have to blow the hinges off, you know, to open yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the locks really after like four locks, you know, you're not changing yeah, nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, doesn't doesn't episode seven end with him and Angela like leaning on their respective sides of her apartment door? I I I enjoyed that little touching scene yeah, i mean there absolutely. wasn't too much going on there but it, it was cool to see um super important use of um his ex-girlfriend's or dead girlfriend's uh apartment that's pretty clever um yeah hi, like darlene's chill. hideout yep yeah. and his hideout there in episode <laughs> nine i think when the dark army comes rip oh we didn't talk about uh about the Price Tyrell Mr. Robot situation in Tyrell's house. Because it is kind of important. Yeah. One, Tyrell is reinstated or is offered and does he accept? Well, before that, Elliot just kind of shows up or Mr. Robot shows up and wait, how do they how do they get there? I think he just shows Tyrell up, yeah. is is there at that point because he's oh he just walked free exonerated yeah. pretty much yeah but I think and Mr. then Mr. Robot, Robot shows, shows up. up I forget I forget exactly why but he basically goads Tyrell on until Tyrell's <laughs> like getting the homeless gloves out I love that yeah I love that he just got him in like a kitchen drawer and he just opens it up and like, yeah. <laughs> Um, he's like, oh, I'm about to punch some faces. Like, yeah. I just don't. I, I I guess I don't see the benefit of it. Is it like a a 
cleanliness thing that he's yeah. putting him on for? He just doesn't yeah, want to get blood want, on his hands. Yeah, you don't want nasty like snot and germs, <laughs> especially and stuff. homeless people. Are you kidding? Almost, yeah, yeah. I get it for the homeless people. That's fine, but. Mr. Robot's not a homeless dude. I he's mean, like enough, half I a guess. step away, though. Yeah, true. That's he's like true. homeless adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might partially keep like DNA off of their face. And then, you know, if that ever comes yeah. back on them. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, he's going to drop about 40 hairs on him while he's punching them. But yeah, <laughs> right. Theoretically, yeah. you keep maybe some, a few sweat, sweat drops. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, he doesn't break a sweat. He like maintains like that well, perfect composure. Point yeah. Before, yeah. He's just like. <laughs> Just slugging um, him in the face a few times. He needs to borrow Burger Dude's hazmat suit for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Um, yeah, so their, their chat goes sideways and upsetting, and then, then Price shows up. Yeah, but does he accept Price's offer in this yeah. episode? In all, technically, he, he like accepts and then declines, kind of. Yeah. The, um, the first, he... first decimation of Tyrell happens here by, via Price. Right. Um, but even more importantly, like Price knew the whole time about everything. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. was a real surprise to uh, Elliot and Tyrell. That, as the viewer, you're kind of like, oh shit, like there's Elliot, Mr. Robot, like Price just walked in, but Price just like, oh, Mr. Alderson, you might as well just sit down too. You're involved in all this anyway. Yeah. So. You're right. Right. Yeah. Uh, again, due to all the other twists and turns and reveals here and there, like this one. Not as like, shocking and, as all the other I ones, mean, but what I felt did you like think the whole it? season. I felt the whole season was like that. Like we didn't get any major twist, right? Like there's well, nothing compared to season in, one and season two. In comparison to the wildness of season I mean, one and two, but like the the, the one building to seventy one buildings yeah, I mean, that's yeah. massive. Santiago yeah. being a a, a mole. Yeah. Yeah, is is okay. Uh, Price knowing the whole time about F Society and Elliot and Tyrell is pretty right. nuts. Um, yeah, were there? Any I others? think it might just be. Yeah, yeah, he's right. There, it's just smaller things, and I think that's why it felt so like it was like waiting for the major twists, like season one and season two, and it just never came in my eyes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah, the the seventy one buildings thing is like crazy, but it's not compared to Elliot's been in prison the whole time, and Elliot's got a <laughs> split personality that you yeah. don't know about. You know, yeah, Mister yeah, Robot's not true. actually real, uh, right? Yeah, I guess that's uh that is true. Um, but I think that's that's I think that kind of goes back to what I said earlier in terms of like this. At this point, everything's well established, and right. like you're you're you we know price isn't an idiot right at this point so him being like it's a very pricey thing to do like oh mr alderson like you might as well have a seat too um because it's not like price is gonna walk and be like oh god like who's this guy like and not know what to do price knows what to do like yeah. the dude most powerful man in the room and every room he goes in remember that's right yeah um <clears throat> but yeah tyrell realizes he's still the dark army's puppet in all this whereas he thought he was that's I think that's what Elliot was there for or Mr. Robot was there for to be like, you think you're like free of all this? Like we no, dude, that's not how it works with the Dark Army. Like um, they let you go because they have a use for you still. Um, and we find out here you know, to be the new CTO. Right. But um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so this is where. 
Elliot receives Trenton's email about the encryption keys to undo 5-9 and the whole Darlene and Dom uh, apartment happens here. Um, I'm looking through the episode description right now. It always blurs together. I know, but the it big, really does. But the, the biggest twist, though, are saved right at the very end of the finale. Um, oh, episode eight or nine is where uh, Elliot talks about stage three. Yes, and he goads the Dark Army into all that and intrigues White Rose by stage three and pisses Grant off about stage three. And he has that awesome meetup with, like... The the first the first like meetup guy in the park that walks him yeah. up the hill. To where yeah, he is so getting... that. that was so great. Yeah, that guy's He's hilarious. Like, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, sh- yeah. Uh, I also like that the the goons for the Dark Army wear those masks, and those masks are literally what the bad guys in Spider Man on PS4 wear. It's like some sort of Chinese <laughs> mask, and I think it's just yeah. so cool that they're wearing it here. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like we've covered. Dude, that like courtyard, by the way, where he meets yeah. Grant, so cool looking. Very cool. Yeah. Just like this grassy area on the top of this like, it's like a little hilltop park or something. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, like that would empty. be kind of private. Yeah. Got that one table set up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, chair. I love it. Elliot hacks and owns the Dark Army, which is pretty cool. Um, pretty OP. But yeah, like uh, Dad's throwing some twists here in the. Uh, private chat here and there are still some some big ones but they weren't revealed until uh, the very end of the finale here um but yeah let's just let's just talk about episode 10 a lot happens it is such a crazy episode first question um do you remember all the way back in like season one when elliot's like walking into krista's office and he like takes a moment looks at the painting and it you know, it's kind of like a, a barn with like a couple people like standing looking at the barn. No um, one gets that on the first watch, Mike. Just I, no, I know. Just I, I, I brought it. I, I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, you know, that picture, you know, might, oh might pop up later. It, um, oh, yeah. I do remember you saying. Yeah, I do remember you saying that. Like, yeah, just a, a little <laughs> subtle, like subtle call, call to <laughs> yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, oh geez. So everyone kind of convenes at this barn uh, where Tyrell was being kept, which we didn't even talk about. Uh, the the crazy like cracked out dude who comes and like Angela esque interrogates Tyrell um, and like breaks him into uh, by asking oh. him all those like crazy oh, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the dude, old, he's from like yeah, the Princess the Bride or whatever. He's like, oh, the yeah. Snort, yeah, snort, it's snorting yeah. the coke the whole time. So, yeah, and you got like the teapot blaring, and he's just, like, Yeah, <laughs> did you kill uh Sharon Knowles yeah. or whatever? Um, do you hate your father? <laughs> yeah, I just man, I thought it's just so so interesting how uh, White Rose just mentally breaks everyone who right. works for her, right. Yeah. Um, because that's the same thing that happened to Angela, by the way. Right. Again, before we get into the finale, yeah. uh, the episode showing Angela as a child with her mother. Did you recognize 
who played Angela in this scene. I wanted to talk about it in season two, but I refrained because it's the same actress who plays the little girl who interrogates Angela for White Rose. Shit. I didn't pick that up. That's huge. I didn't pick that up. Dude. Dude, that would that answer so I mean it might answer so many questions about that odd ass scene if that's her as a little girl <laughs> interrogating herself. Like, yeah, come you, on. You notice that. There's know. no way. There's no way that they were like, yeah, let's just use the same actor. No one will notice. Like that has to be important. I'm Dude, saying it's it has every to be. every detail in this show means something. And then we'll talk. All right. And then we'll talk we got at Chad the back end. on the rails. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk at the end about the the what might be a big reveal i don't know you 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 take the road and then i'll stop you when we get there and, and we'll and we'll talk about it hi, hi jordan hi jordan um but yeah let's talk about how everyone gets to the barn um the the dark army base um camp out where tyrell was previously hiding um so angela or sorry darlene Dom, Santiago all get there because Santiago's just trying to covertly take um Darlene out out there. Dom does the whole gets punched in the face thing, right? Oh, and yeah. That's a cool car ride just because like Dom's in the Girl Scout thing. It's like, oh, how could you? And then like it was put putting all the pieces together, like how he's messed up everything from the get-go. Yeah. Um so that was a cool car ride, but and then they that's where they presumably are going. They don't show them go there, but we know that's where they're going later. And then Elliot, he just up and goes with how does how does he go with um Irving? He's voluntarily goes with them, yeah. Uh he was searching Santiago's house ah, yes. yep. or something, and Irving was there. And Mr. I love Robot. he's talking with Mr. Robot about or and or us about like how he's going to weasel his way out of this. And he, and Irving's just like, whatever little scheme you're scheming up there, like, just don't bother. Just come yeah. with me. <laughs> <laughs> just, I love how like, they do stuff like that subtly throughout uh, episodes here and there, or they like interrupt his monologue with us with the the person who's interrupting them, like. Yeah. answering or like directly talking about what he's talking to us about yeah there's a lot of cool stuff in there i i also really appreciated this going way back we already talked about it but that like hacking competition or whatever the mute button where he like mutes everybody in the room like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's so cool <laughs> and he like actually smiles he's like oh. yeah yeah <laughs> was the uh was the like emoji heads this season or was that in season two the montage of him that, that must have been in two. this season when he starts working at or was it oh yeah, no, that was this when he starts working at E Corp, and he keeps going on like the subway, and everyone's got like yeah. emojis as heads. Yep. Oh like yeah, yeah, three. yeah. It is season three because, anyways, I love that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, kind of a repeat of the routine. You know, yeah. you found another routine. <laughs> is it? Uh, not to completely derail, but was that the episode where the montage is over? Like, steal my sunshine. Like, it's that stupid cheesy song from like the early two thousand. Anyways, it might matter. be, yeah. Um, continue on. Um, 
Okay, yeah. So he get, they get picked up in Santiago's apartment, and then Irving just rolls up um, at the barn, and like Elliot gets out, and I'm always it's Elliot and Mister Robots. They're both getting out, um, and they're, they're gr- yeah, and they're great at this. Mister Robots, like we are walking into some fucking hillbilly shit here. <laughs> <laughs> like, such a good quote, <laughs> and and like for once, like Elliot has the like upper hand here like he kind of knows what's happening whereas like mr robot's like freaking out like yeah. he's like this is not good um because he's kind of going along the ride because he was like all right we'll go to santiago's place try to figure this out blah blah blah. Well, i'll play your game um but like elliot gets out and he just stares at the at the house is that because he recognizes it mike from like her office chris's office i have no idea he he looks at that place so goofy as if he like yeah, knows he it or has seen it. That right? could be. So yeah, I don't know that if that's like a time sure. travel drop or like he just recognizes it from the office. And it must be yeah. that. Um but I thought that was cool because he's just like stuck and Irving's like, All right, come on, let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they roll into the barn, like Darlene's there. Dad says in the back, he says, No, that's just his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so rude um but yeah Elliot, Elliot kind of he's like he's like down with this whole barn thing mr robot is not he's like this is some hillbilly shit um <laughs> it's like it's not gonna go good for like any of us and ellie's just like chill the whole time he's like he's like we're waiting for like someone big to come and like yeah. we're already here right right a little camera in the sky white rose is watching so like that's his angle the whole time meanwhile grant thinks <clears throat> Grant is the one that shows up, not as big of a player as they had hoped, but he's the mm-hmm. more kind of like dangerous out to get them all. He's just like, I want to, we just need to kill all of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he solution. finally convinces White Rose, like, you know, just listen to me. Yeah. Cause throughout the I season, matter. he's like, I can do what he does. Like, why do we still use this guy? Right. Um, and El- up to this point, Elliot's caused enough commotion and issues for white rose that grant was able to convince white rose you know we need to we just need to kill him he needs to die like his father did uh so that's how we get to this point here with with grant and and all of these fun the, the fun barn party here that was a good barn party yeah um but <clears throat> let's see here santiago has his little meltdown. He's like, it's time you start cleaning up my messes for once. And like, Irving's like, okay. Um, <laughs> Grant's there. <laughs> Irving's just so good. He's like, all right, it. let's go. And like, Dom's just like, Dom like just knows. Like, she's like, I am about to die. And like, yeah. that's really well done too. Cause all the way from like her getting up to go with Irving, Santiago following them. And like, when she's like looking up at the sky, like, yeah. he's just like, just look at the sky. It'll be fine. Deep breath. Deep he's like breath. breathing with her, yeah. like breathing with her, <laughs> and then just like nail Santiago in the chest. Um, yeah. And like the whole, the whole like flip thing where it's like she is super girl scouty, and yeah. and even it's kind of corny that Santiago's like, just say you'll flip. Like obviously Irving's not going to believe that. Like just say, like obviously right. she's going to say, right. To, to right. Make live. I love how this whole interaction play, plays out because she, you know, Santiago takes the axe to the chest and he's just sitting there with a gaping hole. <laughs> Right yeah. in this general area, <laughs> <laughs> struggling to breathe the whole time this conversation is happening, by the way. And uh, 
yeah, uh, Irving's like, all right, so uh, now we took care of him. Uh, you're going to take his place, uh, and you're going to be our informant, and you're going to do this, this, this. And she's like, dude, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to arrest you. Like, yeah. Like you said, all, all Girl Scouting. And he's like, uh-huh. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> love the, love the reading and looks the at his it's hand so and he's like, So, uh, what's the name of your youngest, your... uh, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Jody, uh, yeah. from Dallas. Okay. That's your yeah. brother's youngest kid, right? <laughs> um, I want you to imagine her uh, in Santiago's place right now and just takes another <laughs> shot. And he's like, And then how about, uh, you know, Brenda, your sister in uh, Houston or whatever? And he just got her like whole family on the palm of his hand, yeah, which so I love that touch where, like, again, like throughout the entire season, he wrote all this stuff down on the palm of his hand. Dude, it's, <laughs> it must it, not ever sweat in his hands. It's yeah. a really. I mean, it's a very car salesy thing to do, too, is writing down tag numbers on your hand. I used to do it all the time when I was selling cars. So I, I think that's why they're doing that, because he is a car mm-hmm. salesman, right? Like, yeah, he, yeah. or yeah. he, like, owns a used car lot or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why they're doing it. But it's so good, dude. Like, shout you, out to you the couldn't even get a piece days. of paper. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't even get a piece of paper, you know? Yeah. No, you can lose the paper. Just, you can't lose a hand. Well. Yeah. Not Irving. Irving ain't losing no hand. Uh, but I love uh, the escalation Stop. here where he's like, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need verbal confirmation that you understand the situation. <laughs> I forget exactly what he said, but dude, yeah. it's so good. The arrangement and, you're in or something like that. Yeah. And like just <laughs> the sheer force of the volume of his voice, like every vein in this dude's body is like yeah. bulging out of his skin <laughs> as he's yelling. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, he does say he's like, go in the barn. I just need to uh, gather myself. <laughs> he just like <laughs> continues to just like mutilate Santiago's body. And he's like, yeah. this is for me because he did not like Santiago because no. I like, OK, was that one? Oh, yeah. When he was telling Grant, like when that whole departing scene and he's talking to Grant, he's like. Yeah, he's dead, uh, you know, had to kill the FBI guy, but we got a new better one um and yeah honestly, not as high of a, a rank stuck. but yeah yeah so good. <laughs> real promising do a lot um we got it all figured out that's when grant shows up yeah and then then grant enters the barn with uh the whole gang um dom being emotionally just devastated um and beside herself yeah. elliot being kind of like all right yeah we're on track he's gonna wait and i i like i like this the the, the stance like just do nothing. Like we're, we're we're here to wait. Like eye in the sky. Like White Rose yeah. is here with us. Yeah, and, and Leon's I just like, chilling there, rolling joints. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like <laughs> when Dom comes in, she she's like, he's like, you want some of this catnip? Coast? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I guess I guess like this is a culmination of like Elliot's understanding of all the characters in play. Right. Because, you know, probably part of it is that Joey is there. He spent a lot of time with Joey, um, Leon. And I think he understands the position Leon is probably in. Like, you know, he, he he's, he's, you know, a killer for the dark army. And like, he's gonna, he's gonna take the, the key shots around here. Right. Um, so I think he knows that he has that much going for him 
and then also that White Rose is watching and he can speak directly, play right into White Rose's like mental and he pulls the whole I can move your project da 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 and like that's when get, Leon gets the text because clearly White Rose is like save him or like don't you know yeah keep him alive right yeah. keep Elliot alive yeah because the whole issue here that arose was due to the martial law and and a lot of the things that were caused by stage two and whatnot uh white rose is having severe issues moving her project to the congo from the washington township plant so that's kind of yeah. where elliot plays his cards he's like i can make it happen yeah and that was the crux of grant's like whole point was like we didn't have to blow up the buildings like you caused this problem with your your whole agenda here with mm-hmm. elliot with five with nine price. with price all of this like i can take care of this and like we'd all be better off if we just listen to me yeah. um <clears throat> and again it's like white rose is like okay i'll let you think that but end of the day like this is my game yeah um, i love how uh grant is like yeah, Elliot's saying, like, I'm the only one that can do this. He's like, Grant's like, what are you talking about, dude? I have like an entire army of people who could do everything you could do. Like, right. what makes you think that you are you, you're better than an entire army? Yeah. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> um, good stuff, good stuff. And then uh the call. Well, first, you know, Leon doing Leon things and just saving the day again with his ninja like yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Like yeah. five rapid shots immediately. <laughs> it was <laughs> um, conversation between Grant and White Rose was really cool. Um, well, not for Grant, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is cool with it. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like that that mental breakdown. I wonder if that happens, like the Tyrell and Angela process with everyone, because like. They, these people are so bought in that they're just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is the end of my job here. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, uh, yeah it's so bizarre. I, I do like that they, they did build a little bit more tension up with this one, though, because it seemed like he was just like maybe not going to follow orders and mm-hmm. kill Elliot or try to kill Elliot before Leon took him out. And he's just like, you know, there was, a, there was probably like a 30, 45 second gap where he was just staring at him. And then, yeah. and then he does it. So I like that they build up the tension there. But yeah, I just want to know so badly why these guys just keep killing themselves and I'm not getting the answer. I hope I do eventually. Dad, can you can you look up what you looked up Grant saying to Elliot there? I forget what you told me. Um, he, he says something before he uh, blows his brains out to Elliot. Uh, I think it's something it was in Mandarin. Subtitles didn't reveal what it Take said. Take care it of her, speak. he says. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so of course, talking about White Rose. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. But even more interesting, this happens at like the 30 to 35 minute mark of the episode. So you still have like <laughs> half the episode left. Right. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, breaking news, by the way, for all of you Cleveland Browns fans out there, Joe Thomas, officially a member of the Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> Surprised nobody. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what happens here in the last uh, like third of the episode, uh, th- this is where some more big twists and reveals come out. Um, and this is what Nick was talking about, where we kind of have like 
three conversations happening simultaneously. Well, really two, but like you have the, the, the smaller one of Darlene and Dom, basically Dom ripping into Darlene because up to this point, uh, up to the breaking into the safe point, like Dom kind of trusted Darlene and like had this bond connection with her. Um, and because of Darlene, Dom's life is literally ruined now. She is uh, a a puppet of the Dark Army and something that is not seemingly able to be escaped. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Dom's conversation there was <laughs> quite justified, uh, as brutal as it was. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree. Get it. Um, while that's or the the other two conversations that are happening simultaneously. Uh, let's start with Angela first. She, when she's picked up, you kind of are, or at least I, upon first viewing, was under the assumption that she's being picked up by the Dark Army, uh, being oh, brought she. to White Rose. Right. Uh, but no, she wakes up, or the next time we see her, she's like in this big mansion with some like creepy, like <laughs> butler son. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yoga thing. What is young this guy? for a butler. Yeah. Yeah, um, but super weird asking her what she wants for breakfast, and she's like, I you just like want to talk to White Rose. Um, turns out she's at Price's house, and they have a very good conversation in which it is revealed that Philip Price is her father. A very I Luke Skywalker father. moment here. Uh, I like how you said that to me earlier today, Nick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you think about this reveal? Uh, did you see it coming with it's like my first viewing i thought price was just kind of like creepy with angela at first you know because they have like that dinner thing right. and then, like he's just like expediting her growth in e-corp and all this strange stuff he's like a lot older than her and like all the e-corp people are kind of sleazebags anyways right um so I was kind of a little shocked here at the reveal, um, but they kind of play into it in the episode with kid Angela and her mother, the lawyers talking about like this, the benefactor guy who's offering to pay for her treatments that she declines. But yeah, what do you think about it? Yeah. I, yeah. It shocked me completely. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, he is just a fucking slime ball. So I don't know that I necessarily <laughs> believe what he's saying, uh, but uh you know, I give it like probably a 70, 30. There's like a 30% chance he's just lying through his teeth. Cause he's a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, it shocked me totally. And I didn't pick up really on, I, I, I thought the same way with your first viewing that he was just like, he just liked her, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? just like, like creep, creepy, old creep. like old man likes the new intern and is going to propel her. Um, so yeah, I wasn't gathering that that's why he was doing it for, for any reason but how are your feelings on this situation nick like obviously you've seen this before but like initially what did you think and then like on your second watch how did you view the price angela interactions playing Uh, up to this point on the first watch i totally like this was a part of the show where i like fell asleep um because i couldn't stay up any longer so I <laughs> it was completely lost on me like what that scene even like was so it, i had to like i rewatched that scene like a couple times before like to like really grasp like what was happening because i think it was a total like i'm like what 
is going on. I'm like, <laughs> in full in full disclosure, when I said earlier that there was a moment in the season where I was like, "What the fuck is going on with the show anymore?" This is it. This is the exact scene. That I'm just like, "What the yeah. hell are we yeah, doing cause, here?" Like, because <laughs> it, it was like that. You know, you're falling asleep while the show is like wrapping up um, some very important dialogue, and like you're just like dozing off, and you're like waking, you're like half wake through it. So I guess completely missed it. Then I like rewatched it, and I was like what like i was just so and i was like did i miss like more like did i miss more than just like the end of this episode like what is happening so yeah definitely total confusion and like why what does this have to do like there's just so many questions like where are they going with this now like what's going on um but it does make a lot of sense in terms of explaining his like weird mentorship over her and and he says it he's like biologically like technically i'm your father like he, yeah, he yeah, acknowledges yeah. like i am not like a dad like i'm not your yeah, dad yeah. i understand that but like biologically i'm technically your father how yeah. he says it um but so, it, it also explains like his protection of her from yeah white, white rose, rose and dark art in the dark army and, um, it, ex- and it, it explains like the weird <clears throat> lens that white rose and price had that conversation they have like oh your pet project like Mm-hmm. This constant thorn in my side as White Rose, like Angela constantly trying to like take down my project and you're just entertaining it. Why? Like what's what's so special about you? And that kind of goes back to her interrogation scene. Like that is what is so special about Angela is she's Price's daughter. Like that that's, I wonder, that's the reveal. Does White Rose know that though? I don't think so. Yeah. Um otherwise she wouldn't have gone through those like spent 30 whole white rose minutes like right right (laughs) yeah um we did forget to mention that uh after the annexation of the congo and the blowing up of the buildings uh white rose is like i'm i'm done with you price you serve no purpose you're you're gonna resign or like you're not you're no longer the ceo of e-corp like i don't need you anymore right uh and Price is, is defiant in um, not doing that uh, here. In Which seems like a episodes. really piss poor decision making on his part. But like he's got to know who he's dealing with with White Rose. Like I don't get why White Rose doesn't just kill this dude. Well, from his stance, like he feels the same way. Like he doesn't like White Rose doesn't know who she's dealing with. Like, yeah, it's Phil, yeah. Phil he, Price his is the most powerful is man in the room. Yep. Outside of like two people, yeah, but he and says outside think... of two people, and we don't know who those two people are, right? Right. I would say one of them could be White Rose, but I kind of just want to say he doesn't feel that way about White Rose. Like White Rose is this like peer that he entertains because he you thinks would, White yeah. Rose is insane. Yeah, yeah. You would think he has with Angela. Right. You would think if he thought that that he certainly wouldn't be defiant towards him if he yeah. actually thought that he was one of those two people. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting here, too, because I think up until this conversation, even though it's revealed earlier in the season that Price knows about the hack and F society, like up until this point, I don't think there's any reference to Price knowing that White Rose and that minister dude are the same person. But here, I think, it, right. I mean, obviously he says White Rose, but I think it's insinuating that he knows that these two people are the same Um <clears throat> so 
Angela and him have a conversation about the buildings and like just the way that Price plays this off where it's like, yeah, she was just trying to trying to get a dig in at me. It really is just that yeah. that simple. Yeah, like completely disregarding the weight of the situation that like this little dig at you killed like four thousand people. Yeah, thousands of people, like, right? What are you gonna do? You know, right. Just, <laughs> Gotta declaw that. Those one percent guys. Those one percent guys. I mean, I kind of felt like I I feel like he kind of like appreciated the irony or like the gravitas of it was just a dig. Like it's sad. Like all that is sad that it was just a petty dig at me. I'm very important. Thank you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I am indeed very important. Um, So. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this conversation and uh, the 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 weight of it and and everything that was revealed and and Angela's like trying to like comprehend it, but like come out of the white rose like hole she's in. She's just, she like doesn't understand how she can climb out of this, but she yes. kind of realizes she needs to somehow. Um. So yeah, she's definitely having like a little conflict here where it's like. Well, no, I have to like believe that wasn't all for nothing. And she's like half grasping that it was. And she just needs to put her big girl pants back on and like move forward. But then she's like, you can also tell she's like slipping back into the whole white rose. I might just kill myself. Well, there's <laughs> there's a great line she says to Price. Oh, gosh, I wish I could find it in our dumb chats. That freaking are massive um but yeah something uh, essentially you should text me that stuff not discord it to me that's how chad and i would that's always true. do game of thrones we would yeah we would text it well that's true that's true um shoot it's basically shoot. something about like she wants retribution um mm-hmm. and that line and the delivery was excellent uh, unfortunately I don't have the line in front of me, but it's, it's great. Trust me. You'll have to trust me. Um, yeah. So that conversation is happening while simultaneously, um, Elliot, and Mr. Robot are talking about, you know, undoing the hat hack, um, decrypting e-corps files. Mr. Robot's kind of like trying to talk Elliot out of it. Like, Hey, you know, this was your plan. Like, do you really want to undo everything that you've, you've, worked for like it came at a price like are you sure you want to do this and um just uh, a really good conversation there between him and you see like the like protector personality of mr robot come out um which is awesome somewhere in all that if not before, maybe it was the Ferris wheel ride they took, but like were they, were they finding out that it wasn't Elliot finds out that it wasn't Romero that made the key logs it was him. Um, yep. of that. So there's that whole kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and he was like, miss you did it, Mr. Robot, you did it. And then it goes back in the whole, like there's a part of me and you and vice versa whole situation. <laughs> Dad literally just typed literally that said that as you, were like, as yeah. you said it. <laughs> <laughs> just like a part of me is in you a part of you is in me we're the same like yes it's so good um but mr robot's like all right i mean hey if that's what you want to do like 
I can't stop you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't so pretend they, that I can. <laughs> yeah, they, they hatched the plan to uh, undo the hack there, and we get a revisit that opening monologue again, it just it was a different take, you know, about the the one percent of the one percenters. I'm going to take them down. Blah 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 blah. Um, was that before he realized, or like, what exactly is his plan to take them down again? I forget. Um, because he tries to undo it in the car, and then that's when he realizes Romero doesn't have the keys or. He ends up going back to his apartment and emailing the keys to recovery at E Corp. Right. Happens. Yep. Yeah. He sends him the keys. Right. Uh, so so that happens. Uh, but lost in all this, Mister Robot had the other bit, the disc. Mister Robot told him about the oh, disc yeah, yeah, that yeah, has right. the other half to the Where puzzle. They were. And that's He's the like, other. With those two things. Yeah. You can you can decrypt it. And that's the other Back to the Future reference. The picture <laughs> is the ba- them dressed up like Back oh. to the Future. <laughs> yep. And. And when the Dark Army was raiding his um, apartment, that disc flies out onto the floor, right in the middle of the floor, and they like focus in on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just blank. I, at, at the blank, time, you think right. it's, it's just the blank um, CD of him, his his backup. But mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the keylog stuff that the Dark Army would have been looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lost in all this, uh, there's a conversation with Elliot and Darlene about mm-hmm. the window incident. And this yeah. is a yeah, huge reveal. Yeah. Uh, so we find out here that he wasn't pushed out of the window. He jumped out of the window. He and this crazy. whole scene uh, made me think long and hard about Mr. Robot, the character, yep. not the show. Because the way Darlene describes what happens is very disturbing to me. So, Elliot's looking for a camera to take a picture of what Kevin McAllister or something like that. I forget. He's wants to take a picture, record something, finds a camera, sees the camera, gets furious. Darlene goes in the closet or whatever. Uh, his dad comes in, they start yelling at each other and he's like, Elliot has a baseball bat. I, what does he do? Destroy the camera or threaten his dad with it. I forget exactly the play by play. Uh, but eventually Elliot like jumps out the window. And so I'm like, what is yeah. going on here? And a prior description of that of that event was that um, Mr. Robot was protecting Elliot from his father from like the abuse, the same thing that happened in the prison. So like because Mr. Robot is the protector. Yeah. Right. So so this gives like conflicting ideas of like that part's consistent, but it's like what is he protecting him from? Right. Cause if, right. cause at first it was like the dad was the threat. The dad pushed him out the window. So he was protecting him from that poor memory of his father. Well, and even in this scene, they, they twist that a little bit too, because like, like, yeah, he was mad. Well, I guess they don't really twist it, but you get an explanation. Like Elliot thought his dad pushed him out the window because he was mad that he told the mom yeah. that her, his dad had cancer. So but that's, that's why right. he pushed me out the window, and Darlene's like, "No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what happened." Uh, but yeah, the the what is he protecting Elliot from from his father? But also the fact that his father is like the protector personality, right? But like he found something that made him jump out of the window, 
it regarding his father. So like, why would that be the personality that is now your protector personality? So right. this, this explanation but Elliot doesn't remember jumping out the window. Right. So like, right. In theory, Elliot didn't jump out the window. And in Mr. theory, Robot, maybe in theory, he doesn't know that his dad is the cause of all this. So that's why the image of his father is the protector. But, um, yeah, this made me have some serious questions about what what he found. And like, dude, was Mr. Alderson like abusing the kids in some like disgusting way? Like, what the heck? Right. Uh, what did you think about this reveal? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, I don't know. I went because I was so freaking hyper focused with the time travel shit during this or alternate realities going on that if you know like i'm not going to get into a deep alternate reality discussion but the basic premise is there's infinite amounts of of possibilities of universes running simultaneously so there's infinite amounts of nicks mics and chads talking about mr robot but in those universes there could be big differences there could be small differences so i was like is this like an alternate reality where he jumped out the window and wasn't pushed out the window? So that's where my mind was originally when I saw this, because I was just, there was just so much like, I feel like they're just showing and you really kind of hinted at it. I thought a little bit in the last episode, maybe misleading me and make me miss all the more important shit in the show. But um, yeah, that's where my mind went immediately when I, when I had, when I heard this is like, yeah, it just doesn't make like this has to be like the the other universe where he jumped and wasn't pushed by by his dad. But um, I lost my train of thought. I got real deep. We got real Darlene, deep into Darlene was in that universe. Like, why does Darlene have a different take on that situation? Right. I mean, there's a lot there. There's a lot going on there. And it's also because they kind of hint that or they kind of tell you that that's the reason that he has issues is because his dad threw him out and he had like brain damage from, and it's very clear that he obviously had some fucking issues before he jumped out that window or he wouldn't have jumped out the window. Right. And Darlene says like, she's like, all of a sudden you just went like, you just like went crazy and then lost your shit. Um, Right. Well, it could be like, this is now the source, the creation of the, dissociative identity disorder yeah um so yeah did uh the did um and that's probably the like the biggest like clue puzzle reveal i would say like of everything that's going on is like once again end of the season end of another season we're getting another layer to the the elliot mystery right like what's going on with elliot (laughs) which is the point of the show um right (laughs) Um, did you stick around and watch the post credit scene? I did. No, nope, totally forgot about it. Oh, come on. <laughs> neither did, oh, neither did dead. I think maybe we take a moment here, uh, and let's and do it for, for our post credit scene. Ooh, oh, yeah. no, cause there's a lot to talk about. Oh, we got to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not um, really. It's yeah. It's a post credit scheme. Let's talk yeah, about it next. Next. Talk next. About. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm really just looking for an excuse to go pee real quick. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do have to talk about it because there's a a big reveal again uh, in this post credit scene. That's, that's, that's quite important. Well, just talk Um, about it. I don't don't need to watch it. Just talk about it. Okay. So again, we all have to pee, bro. Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful 
beginning of the post credit scene is following a car driving somewhere. <laughs> I love it. They continue. <laughs> they continue it. Uh, so you start following this car, and then uh, you end up following Darlene and a hooker walking down the road. And uh, the prostitute is like talking. No, it's not the same car, I don't think. Um, as in like make and model. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, they're all different characters, but I don't think it's the same make and model uh, in every post credit scene. But uh, they're talking about the the state of the economy, right? And the the prostitute is like, you know, educating Darlene on all of her advanced economics, uh, you know, that she learned um, when she got her advanced economics degree in school or whatever. Uh, and Darlene's like, well, you know, Hey, what if, yeah, just relax. Like it's all gonna, it'll all turn around soon enough. And she's like, yeah, okay. Well, what, what good does it do getting turned around? Cause I'll, my $80,000 in school debt or whatever will, will be right back in my face. Um, and Darlene's like, well, you know, hey, it'll just re- the economy, it'll rebound and, you know, things can get back to normal. And uh, then you have like a Marx reference and all this stuff. And they get to Darlene's, uh, well, Elliot's stoop to his apartment. Right. And they're about to part ways. And the prostitute notices the car that we saw at the beginning. Full of essays. Yeah. Full of essays. Pull up. And uh, she's like, oh, crap, I, I got to get out of here or whatever. And so the, the the guys get out of the car. They walk up and wouldn't you know, our brave traveler has returned home. Vera is back. I knew it. I knew he's going to come back. Yeah, I was actually shocked it took this long, to be honest with you. Uh, but I love it because she's like he starts talking obviously his voice is 100,000 like recognizable right you know right off the bat like who the fuck are you right (laughs) can i help you but i love his answer to her question he's like i'm just a brave traveler who finally (laughs) made his way home (laughs) and i'm like yes pharaoh's back um but yeah so that that'll be a a fun tie-in to season four uh it's just like what the heck is he gonna do in season right <laughs> right so i mean do you let's let's bring dad dad you need to come on here okay so like make yourself presentable i'm gonna put you on screen let's wash your face off real quick thank you thank you <laughs> all right he's on uh okay so what do do you and chad think we're gonna get here in season four like where the heck is this bus going time travel time travel i'm i'm guessing only be that freaking hadron collider dude it's yeah they hinted at that huge foreshadowing like it's gotta be important and white rose's plan i mean they've gotta go somewhere with that right so but what about what price said he's full of (laughs) is he or is he Price says she's full of shit, and then she's just like, I am full of everything. I yeah, maybe because you. I'm like all about the theories, I want White Rose to be right. I want I just find the fact that they're crazy. they're trying to talk us both out of it more, yeah. uh, hey, more suggestive. Yeah, I, yeah, I right, talked yeah, both into it last episode. Yeah, he talked well, okay, but okay, <clears throat> but okay, so you guys clearly don't like Price because he's a piece of shit. But yeah, like he does is. that mean does that mean White Rose is not a piece of shit? Well, no, he, I, she, he, she, whatever it is, also, yes. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. So Price being a piece of shit, like, isn't really a good reason to be like, he's wrong. And arguably, <laughs> yeah, I mean, arguably Price is, I mean, White Rose is a significant amount more of a piece of shit than, than right. yeah. Price is. But I think, I don't know, I feel like she's more important than Price is Ooh, for I some reason. That's how she feels. Price doesn't I, feel that way. I, I, I <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm Team White Rose. I just want to put no, that yeah. out there right now. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Um, wow, right sure. or wrong? Wow, unbelievable, dude. There's the, just a lot the of dudes gonna unlock. Her. Yeah, the dude's gonna unlock time travel, man. How can you not get behind her? Right, and price. What has price on. done? <laughs> what has price Nothing. done? Nothing. Yeah. <sighs> Knocked up one of his coworkers. Verbally he made, crucify everyone. He made eCoin the. Standardized. We don't care. We don't currency. care about that. Yeah, we don't care about, about that. We want time travel. Jordan right. cares about we it. We want time travel. <laughs> Jordan. Cares. We want time travel. We're gonna make. Yeah, we're gonna make shirts. Yeah. Jordan um, cares. Wow. I am solidly so, so on are team, we team White. Are we team White Rose or team Price? Is that what the the decision is here? I, the the yeah. line in the sand. Listen, Chad and I are White Rose. You guys can be whatever you want. I can't right. be anything because so I've seen the show three times now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team Irving. So go I back just, in I'm time. Really, I'm really team pulling Irving. for team, Irving to finish book. that book. That's what I want. I'm Team Elliot, actually. Team Elliot. I don't think I get behind Elliot. He's too much of a fucking loose cannon, to be honest with you. He really is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. But, well, you know, but the like, time travel will do that to you maybe over, over the course of years of doing it. The is problem, Elliot though, time traveling? Is he's telling us his version of the story. Also so, true. Yeah. I so mean, all and of that, that would be totally garbage. All bullshit. Yeah. And I was leaning for season one and two. I was really leaning that way that none of this shit was actually happening or not to the extent that Elliot's telling. I was um, going to say something yeah. in private chat. This reminds me of the usual suspects when Kaiser Soze is in the the detective's office making up this story by a bunch of random pictures he's seeing on the walls. Yeah. Yep. I can see yeah. it. It actually all takes place in Krista's office. Hence yeah. The importance of the, <laughs> the barn. barn. Right? Yeah. That's, <laughs> right. That's what made me go there. Dang it. You made me yeah. spoil the entire show. That <laughs> <laughs> suck. Nailed it. Um, wow. And it's just so crazy that there, there's still like a layer to this puzzle that like is so hidden but is so important yeah. and it plays both into what happens and like what people like want to happen right that's the crazy thing about like that layer sure, is it are, are you, you saying it to be <laughs> is there is there a layer that is shown in season four or it's been there the whole time the layer's been there the whole time it's yeah. how much they 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 like reveal the clues about it. It's like the most slow played yeah, clue well, drop. I would even go out further and say it it's just all been there the whole time. Yeah. Like and that's what made all right, so like just know as soon as I watched the penultimate episode, I was like, I'm I need to restart the series and immediately started it before I watched the finale. Like I didn't finish it obviously in a week's time, uh, but I immediately restarted and the entire tone of the show is completely different. Hmm. And in the best way, like it, this is one of those shows that rewatching it, 
is uh Siv's so pissed. Dude, yes, don't listen to anything Siv says. He doesn't know what the <laughs> he's, heck he's talking about. He's so mad. Um but no, this show is completely different and makes a rewatch very, very, very enjoyable because everything has this brand new context and everything while still has its uh, initial viewing meaning, right? What you see play out, like has that layer of, of meaning and importance, but like then you have this whole new added layer that has been there the entire time and you're able to notice everything. It's like, you know, getting like your cataracts removed or like a pair of glasses that you've needed for a long time. It's just, it really like you guys think the show is brilliantly written. Wait until you finish the show and then go back through it. And you'll be like, this is a literal masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> this is a masterpiece. Yeah. And I, and I, and I was, I was hoping someone would like <clears throat> go there and like maybe see that sooner. Because it totally also plays into, it supports the like time travel thing. Like it's nuts. Because like <laughs> these, re talking about the time travel theory on this show, on the rewatch is like even that plays into that. So it, it's like, it is it right? Like at this point, it's like everything points to it, which is great. Yeah, I, I just don't that layer i'm so excited for you guys to watch season four i think that uh, means we're wrong by the sounds of it yeah. but... <laughs> I don't know, I'm, dude. I'm okay even if i'm right like i'm still very excited to see how it ends like nobody's yeah, so am I. the thing about the show nobody's ever wrong or right <laughs> seriously in a five minute span chad has both thought we were convincing him of and against yeah. the, the, the time theory. you guys are terrible people yeah. um but it's the guys, show's fault you, you gotta this week is gonna be a a slog it's season four is 13 episodes i know oh, i'm excited in mind you got a few extra episodes to watch in, in a week's time um it's really only three i guess yeah yeah it's really only like Let's all go watch the next episode because right now, right now, (laughs) I probably will worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it really is worth it. Uh, Yeah. I'm excited for you guys to see this show wrap up and remember just like, just remember that like a bunch of scenes that you've seen throughout one, two and three (laughs) are vitally important and will resurface here in the, in the (laughs) final season. Go Remember it. the pins that I've told you to stick in things. They're traveling to through time in this. Season. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, QWERTY, much much bigger role than anyone realized. <laughs> the beta fish. The beta yes. fish. Yes. Uh, but yes. no, uh, I'm glad you guys are liking it. I, I really season four is probably the the least memorable. Like, not in terms of like what happens and what plays out, but in, in terms of what I can actually remember at this particular moment in the rewatch. Yep. Uh, so probably anything. like you were talking about three tonight, Nick. Uh, so much like last episode, I'm going to say season three is my favorite season after saying season two is my favorite season. Uh, so we'll see next week. If I say season four is my favorite season, it, it very will well may happen. Um, yeah. But I do know to the future and I've seen it. <laughs> he's come <laughs> back and told us you're gonna say um, my so my favorite episode is 100 in in season four and i want you guys i want to see if you guys will be oh. able to to know which episode it is after you watch it 
much like you guys predicted Irving, I mean, both dad and Chad knew right off the bat. I mean, how could he not? As soon as to be we fair. As soon but as to be fair. Yeah, as to soon as we fair. saw, I agree. But to be fair, there's only like two new fucking characters. Anyway, <laughs> so I had a 50-50 shot. So That's true. Um, so, I mean, up to this point, like, do you guys have a favorite character and episode uh, across all three seasons? Doesn't even have to be season three. Um, but I would like to hear, Dad, what, what's your favorite episode and character so far? So I'll start with episode. I would say episode five of season three, hands down. Okay. Um, tension building, all that stuff. The one shotter, or mostly one shotted, just oh, so beautiful. Um, favorite character. Ugh. That's a tough one. I really like Elliot just because he's so crazy. Um, I like Leon. He's he's good. He's a classic. <laughs> um, I love Mr. Robot, too. Christian Slater does an amazing job. Um, yeah, the, I would say those are my three favorites. Chad. Yeah, it's uh, 100% episode five of season three for me so far. Uh, there's, It's just unmatched compared to what everything that we've seen so far, at least. Um, Character-wise, I mean, I, I have a very soft spot for Leon. I think he's fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I think White Rose is, is up there. Um, oh, okay. Especially yeah. in this season, I think every scene I just enjoyed watching much more if White Rose was in it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great actress actor yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little good old bd wong yes uh, all those episodes dun, dun. One order yeah exactly <laughs> um let's see do i have that sound effect in here no i don't uh okay well uh i'm excited for next week um chad is is working on our regularly scheduled throwback thursday week so we're bumping it up to next week um so i'm excited get to watching yeah. it and uh subscribe to our youtube channel go take our march madness poll jump in the discord fill out a bracket we haven't had any brackets turned in which is kind of sad because dad worked long and hard making that beautiful bracket um yeah we'll see you next week this without him yes let's do it <laughs> 245 the one guy that needed to see the scene he's not even here right there you see it it's him
I help you fellas? My sister. Only the North Stars of the cosmos. You knew it right then. Very like me. But yes, I can shine a light on a dark corner of my mind. Who the f are you? What? <laughs> Who are you? I'm just... just a brave traveler. It's fun. Sorry, I had to throw some chicken nuggets in the air fryer. <laughs> that is the most random thing I've ever heard in my life. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Gang, gang. The music's so good. <laughs> Dude, I love what he says. Only the North Star. Only the North Stars of the cosmos can help a visionary like me. But yes, <laughs> can shine a light on a dark corner of my mind. What? <laughs> Who are you? Everyone the whole season. What? What? Just a brave traveler. Who's finally come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clip it.